That's, that's the best part of this whole thing. Oh wow, this is actually picking up really, really well. Yes. Um, that's the best part about this whole thing is that you can just start going in. So my when we, I first started the podcast, it was during the pandemic, and it was me and one of my best friends, and he didn't want to do the podcast. He was nervous, but we had been listening to like Jesus Amaro and like all these other podcasts for like a year or no, probably like four months now. Yeah, we listen to like Bad Friends. Mm. Bad Friends with Bobby Lee. Oh, I like Bobby Lee. Bobby I, Lee like, I saw him at the comedy store a couple wow. years ago. Wow, I want to see him so bad. I was like. Since I was a kid, I was in a fan of Bobby. He's funny, yeah, yeah, he's funny. And he has one with Andrew Santino, it's called Bad Friends. Hilarious. But he has another one with his wife called uh, Tiger Belly. Oh, okay. And then you have guests, and usually they'll start off like bullshitting, and then it's like, all right, we're going to choose the guest. And then they always, they'll, they'll always leave in the beginning of like, when they're just bullshitting. We forgot to introduce the guest one time, and we were just like talking to each other, and I turned on the mic, so what I used to do with him is I would turn on the mic once I heard he got comfortable. Yeah. So I kind of like listen, and then just kind of notice like, oh, there it is, he's good now. So I turn off the, so I turn on the mic. A couple times I had to turn it off because he'd say something like, like, yeah, man. Oh yeah, that reminds me about so and so. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. But like for the most part, I just like turn it on. And one time we got like 15 minutes in, and I was like, yo, we didn't do the intro or nothing. He's like, we don't have an intro. I'm like, yeah, but still, like we didn't like, yo, this is like, you know, hey man, this is so and so. Like, hey, he's just on the podcast today with us. But like we've forgotten to do that so many times. But. Oh, I bet. I mean, you're so easy to talk to too. I appreciate Just like that. sit down and. You know what this sticker's about? Which one? About three. Yeah. You know about Merson. Yeah, Merson. Merson Slug. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I respect you so, a little more now. I tell. So I tell people. <laughs> well, Merson's my favorite rapper of all time. Merson's? Yeah. I have an opinion on Merson that people don't like. Okay. I don't like Merson solo. Merce solo is like okay. Merce with like Living Legends or with Knife yeah, Wonder, yeah. he steps his game up in a group. Like or when he when he's working with other people, I think he really steps his game up. I don't know. Like those okay. Merce and Knife Wonder tapes are crazy. Okay, but Merce and Knife Wonder is literally just Merce. So like. I think it's the. Usually when he uses other producers other than Knife Wonder. Kind of no no because like I like him in I like him on Fell. Yeah. Um, because he does kind of go back and forth with Slug yeah. and it's a lot of fun. I don't like when he, like, he did the album with Ant. Wasn't a fan of it. It was okay. Yeah. Um, but I think that like there's well, certain... President, Trash. Yeah. Trash. I, like, that's, like Mercer's President, like there's a couple songs I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then Captain California, I was like, it's all right. And then I listened to Old Living Legends and I was like, oh. Yeah. Or the... This dude. I used to work with Sick Jacket back in the day. Oh, really? Yeah. So when he had that album with Sick Jacket, it was fire. Merce Day was one of my favorites too. Good, Mer- yeah. they, they need to come out with another Merce Day because yeah. I really like Mayday now. Like, yeah. Mayday's cool because ma- groups like Mayday are what kind of gives me a lot of hope for music because I'm like, oh, you're basically Cuban Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, basically, yeah. I'm fucking down. Baseball? Hmm? Baseball? Yeah. Like early, yeah, like, like I've heard of Grace. So what's funny, I got into Rhyme Sayers and my, my family had a... Well, okay, my family used to be very religious, and so like the rule was, hey, we don't want you listening to certain types of music. But the video games that I was playing had whatever they wanted. <laughs> so like, the, if you like remember like the old 2K games, like yeah. 2K3, they had like dilated peoples, oh, yeah. and they had like atmosphere, and they had like 
just a bunch of a bunch of groups that looking back I'm like oh that's why I'm a backpacker now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean like think about like Kanye West had that fucking song with that lady people like, yeah people forget like, we, that we song. thought like what the fuck we made it us backpackers made it you know because we like that's what we call ourselves like back in the day like we would listen to the atmosphere ASAP Rock I like ASAP Rock like, he's one of my favorites too yeah like, he can go we call ourselves backpackers you can go to a hip hop show and everyone's wearing a fucking backpack. And it was funny because yeah, like yeah. everyone had like a 16 that they were like just like ready to go. They're like, yeah. Yo, man, like you want to see my oh, notebooks? Yeah, like, my backpack was full of demos of all my artists yeah. that I worked with. How funny. But yeah. in, in the dope thing, I was just talking to somebody about this today. Um, they're talking about Kid Cudi. And Kid Cudi was kind of, well, actually, you know what? Kanye was kind of the first one to get me into the mainstream, into mainstream hip hop because the first song I heard by him was a. <laughs> was on a Apple Store test iPod, and it was Touch the Sky. And I was like, yo. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, I just kind of got into it from there, and then my buddy, when I moved out here, introduced me to Kid Cudi. And then when it was Kanye West again, I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I just became like a huge Kanye fan. And then when I like re-listened to all these songs, because I was like, me for Speed Underground is not gonna get you the whole dilated experience. So when I listen to like when I got my own computer and my own iPod and stuff, I listen to like all dilated peoples and I'm like, that's fucking Kanye in that. Yeah. You know, and like I think John Legend's on that song too. Yeah. And so like I'm like, yo, okay, cool, this is dope. And that never went away. Yeah. Like I was pumped when I heard like like Step Brothers. I was like, yo. Yeah. Like I got into Ashton Bronson because Alchemist was like, yo, I got this dude named Action Bronson. I was like, I trust Alchemist with every fiber of my being. Like, <laughs> yeah, so you hear Action Bronson without Alchemist, you're like, no. I, I do like Action Bronson just because he's one of those rappers that, like, he knows exactly who he is. And so, like, he kind of has, a, he's a lot of fun to, like... He was just here, wasn't he? Yeah, someone a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was just here. I saw him a couple months ago. He was here with uh, Earl Sweatshirt and Boldy James. And I like Earl Sweatshirt, but I felt bad for him. Because the crew, the, 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 the type of people that go to an Action Bronson show are not the type of people that want to hear Earl Sweatshirt rap. Well, that's what happened <laughs> when I first saw him. I brought out Charlie Gambino, the person that brings out. Oh, really? And uh, Danny Brown opened up for the new Danny Brown off stage. Hey, I, I love Danny Brown. I mean, we do now. <laughs> I'm trying to think because, like, it probably was the wrong crowd. It, that, that's, that's the thing that I'm learning about. That's the biggest about. thing, yeah. And so, like, the, and I was telling you about like the art cooperative that I'm, what I'm trying to do, and that's the hardest thing is like finding that crowd of like who wants to do this. Yeah. So, like, with me, I'm like, yo, I'm not gonna force anybody to do it. If you don't want to do it. Don't. Right. But that crowd is like so important because it, it, I mean it goes with everything. It goes with sports. Like, oh, this player sucks. No, he's on the wrong team. And you're trying to make him do this role that he can't do or that he doesn't want to do. So like, I think it's really important that you know what you're like, what crowd you're in. Like, Post Malone and Roddy Rich just announced a concert uh, tour together, and I'm like, listen, Roddy Rich is gonna have. He's gonna take over that fucking tour. Is he opening? Yeah, he's opening. Okay. And I'm like, yo, Roddy Rich is gonna take over that tour. I just want y'all to know this. Like, <laughs> like, I'm not the biggest fan of Post Malone, but there's stuff that you can't in an arena. It's not gonna go the same way. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. It's just not. And it's like no disrespect to you know 
anybody who's like that, but like the best fit that I've seen recently was like Run the Jewels and Rage Against the Machine are on a tour. I was like, that energy is going to be insane for like two hours. Right. Like, that's a cool tour. But I think knowing your group is really important because, I mean, that's what happened with Kanye. Is that he had that chance to kind of like, he was at that crossroads of like, do I go full backpacker? Like Common? Or do I go like full Jay-Z rap superstar? And he yeah. kind of can't take that late to people's with you when you're doing it. I miss Polo fucking Kanye. Where is Pink Polos? <laughs> You know what's funny? My favorite album by him is My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. That's my favorite album. Because I think it's like everything. All at once. And I, I think... I listened to the album the first day it came out and I designed... Cause I had a clothing brand that that that. I designed my whole like... I think it was winter or spring. Every design involved listening to that album. It was so like... Everywhere. It was just like... It made me angry. It made me sad. It made me happy. That it's, album was... To me, Psalm 28, and like when I tell people, yeah, that's the best album I've ever like been alive to hear. Cause like, listen, man, I love classic rock, I love old R&B, but like, I wasn't there for it. Right. You know what I mean? So like, when I'm like, yo, the best album I've ever heard that like I was actually around for, Beautiful Dark, easily, yeah, easily. Just because like, the, when you look at the credits of who's on that, it's like, oh hey, we got Bonnie Vare, and you're like, okay, like we got The Weeknd, you're like. Who wasn't on this album? Like, everyone's on that joint. Probably also age, right? Like, it was prime age for you when it came out. Music was probably a thing. Like, the first thing you discovered on your own. Not something that yeah. was passed on or like, oh, my parents listened to this. Like, this is your first. Like, this was my album. That's how I feel like, like for me, like, Dom Kennedy. Like, I was in, like, my highlight of, like, my like, fashion career. Like, Dom Kennedy was just, like, that streetwear fucking god. I kind of miss that era of like in 2011 to yeah. like 2014 with like Cool Kids, cool kids. Chitty Bang, 15, like uh, The Rejects and The New Boys, like they were doing their thing and somehow that was a trend for like three years. Like, yeah, New Boys were on a Tech 9 album in like 2016. It's Tech 9. I was like, excuse me? <laughs> like I was looking at the track list and I was like, I still listen to Tech 9. I called my friend I, I was like, yeah. ICP. Oh wow. You know what? I used to be an ICP hater until I started going to Tech Nine shows, and I was like, "Oh, we're cousins." Yeah, <laughs> the juggle the hoes and the Tech fans. Yeah, we're cousins. Yeah, we're That Detroit music scene is so weird. See, like Danny Brown, one of my top ten. I like Danny Brown. People don't even see that. Like that. Danny Brown speaks to what I think. He's so fucking obscene. But he does. The cool thing about shit. Danny Brown, though, is that like, I mean, he'll he'll just like rapy rap, do his own thing sometimes. But like, there's always a point to it. Yeah. So like, whatever he's saying, it's not like you know, just like trying to shock you. Yeah. It's like, no, there's a reason I'm saying this. Like, I think that's my favorite part about him because like my favorite rapper of all time is Lupe Fiasco. Interesting. I put Love that Lupe Fiasco. to me like my top five of all time. Top five dead or alive is like Tupac. Tupac, Rakim, Andre 3000, y'all can fight for first. That's a triple threat cage match for first. And then after that is Lupe, and then I put MF Doom up there. Tupac, the thing about Tupac that's weird is that, the thing about Tupac that's weird is that like when you look at him, he's not as technically skilled as everybody else. Like Andre blows him out of the water rapping, I think. And arguably Rakim does too, and even though Rakim was like, 20 years before Tupac. But when you look at what Tupac was able to like, his storytelling, 
and how it was able to resonate to like everybody. Yeah. Like you, to me, it bugged me out when my friend was in Germany and he sent me a picture of a statue of Tupac. And I was like, like everybody fucks with Tupac. In Germany? Yeah. Like in Russia, they, they fuck hard with like Wu-Tang. a statue of Yeah. I think it's Wu-Tang. Like, Liquid Swords was one of my first albums I've ever heard. Like, just like, I think Wu-Tang is the greatest music group of all time, and people hate when I say that. They are. <laughs> they changed the industry. They did. Like, they changed the industry for anybody who wants to be somebody can. And it was Wu-Tang. If you like, watch the, docu- the, not the documentary, but the show. The show's really good. Life changed it. Like, it made me want to do better things just watching that show. Their, My brother has a crazy obsession with Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole for that reason. For their storytelling and their music. There's a lot of connections like that they make that he's a lot right. of people don't catch. He's, right. he's above average. But the storytelling is important because, I mean, so I, I'm a big wrestling fan. And I tell people, I tell people, you know, my, my analogy is like, if I told you right now, like, hey, these are two of the best technical wrestlers in the world. And like, they're not going to tell a story, but you're going to see cool moves. You're going to think, you're going to watch them and be like, oh man, that was dope. But if you watch a match, like, everyone remembers Stone Cold and The Rock. Or like Hogan and like all these other, like, <laughs> you remember the big time guys that like caught your imagination, like, oh, yeah. it was the, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly <laughs> like, my point. Like it's awkward as fuck. It's weird, but like, the, but what so he was good. doing yeah. was like, oh shit, let me like, and so I tell people, like, listen, you can be the best technical rapper, and I'm not saying don't do that, there's a place for it, but again, it's knowing your group, like, mm-hmm. if you're the, if you're a top tier technical rapper, you might not be able to pull arena shows the same way that, like, uh, even like a guy like Six Nine could. If you remember oh when Six Nine was at his peak, so that was like headlining Summer Jam. I saw Six Nine when he opened for the weekend, and at first I was That's like, "Who show. the hell is this guy?" Like, you're thinking about the weekend, right? And this is the weekend after he did like all of his like R and B. Yeah, like this is when his like radio hits were going. And then he came on stage, and we were like, "Who the hell?" Until he blew up. Like, it took so long for people to sit there and go, I don't understand what this guy's doing. Like, he the just funny did thing not about have him it. Was like, I like, I like that, like, rowdy music. Like, I really like, like, Pop Smoke was one of my dudes. Onyx, bro. Onyx. Pop, Smoke Pop Smoke was one of my dudes. Like, music, like, Flatbush Zombies is easily one of my favorites. I've been, I've gotten into way too many mouse pits of those shows. <laughs> They're not scared of nobody, those mouse pits. I like Death Grips a lot, but like that weird music, I missed out the last time they were here and it made me so mad. I missed out because I thought I thought it was a Thursday that they were going to be there, and it was a Wednesday. And so like, I was like, oh, I'm going Death Grips tonight, and they're like, I'm like, what do you mean you pass? Shit! <laughs> you know? They didn't even stop. From the start to the beginning, they didn't ever stop to introduce anybody. They literally, for 45 minutes, didn't even stop taking breath. They That's crazy. Right but the best show I think I remember too was the Outward. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, the yeah. South African group. Yeah, that was probably one of the live shows ever. Really? Yeah. I got punched in the face at a Tech Nine show by a girl, which only made me mad because she was like under five feet tall, and like we weren't <laughs> in a mosh pit, we were just standing there, and I just, I like looked down. That's what I was saying. I was, that's why I wasn't mad. Like I wasn't like, I just felt too like. And I looked at her and she's like, fuck yeah. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> what am I okay. going to do here? <laughs> um, Denzel Curry was crazy. Den- so that was at the same Tyler Creator Festival we were talking about earlier. And my friend was like, I was like, yo, I think I fucked up my ankle really bad. Like my ankle swole up. It was huge. And like 
I rolled it really, really bad, and then someone stepped on it in the mosh pit. And my friend's like, hey, I got six Advil and two shots of vodka. And I'm like, excuse me? He goes, or I got six Advil and three joints. And I'm like, <laughs> he's like, dude, there's no fucking doctors here. And I'm like, he's right. <laughs> this Take is, your poison, this is friends. <laughs> but I usually like that kind of music. Like, even like City Morgue is kind of interesting. Like, they're kind of, they're kind of in that um, in that style. Like, they came up with Takashi, like Zilakami, um, that kind of dude. But I stopped, when I stopped treating music like how people treat sports, I enjoyed music more. Oh, yeah, sure. Because, like, the whole top five dead or alive argument's fun. But after a while, like, it's like, okay, cool. like, like, even being a fan of, like, underground and, like, lyrical hip hop, like, there's some times when it's like, yeah, sometimes you just want to hear some ignorant shit. But. Yeah, I get pissed off because nobody's. Nobody has the invention on the top five. DMX is one of the greatest rappers ever to make, come out. DMX in the top five is interesting because to me, that's like when people don't have Ludacris in their top ten. To me, Ludacris is up there. I think that was better than Ludacris. Really? Yeah. I, I, well, for me. Like, oh, just style. like what you prefer? Yeah, yeah. But I think DMX, I mean. Well, I think it was personal, but like, which had, that's what music is. So like, he when, had literally three straight albums, number one. Yeah. Every People forget album. about that. Yeah. He was putting up crazy numbers that like you don't expect. It's dark and hell is hot to yeah. be putting up. Well, well that was the last show I went was that anniversary show to that at fucking Valley Bar. Oh really? Oh no, I crested. <laughs> Who he fits with too is crazy because like he was just on a track with. Um, Griselda. Oh, really? And he fit right at home. And, like, when I listened to it, I was like, oh, you can, I mean, you can tell that the vocals were a little chopped and, like, yeah. there's but some and stuff. But everything that came out after he passed away, right. trash. Even his old album was trash. It's hard because, like, okay, like, like, Pop Smoke's album afterwards, I understand why people don't like it, I really do. But all you had was a bunch of unfinished, half-made songs. So that's why, like, oh, why are there so many features on this album? Because he's dead. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm with Lil Peep. I'm a big Lil Peep fan. My friend turned me on him. I yeah. didn't. I thought he was lame. I thought he was just like another Lil Xan. Then my friend's like, like no, nah, you need to listen to him. Like, it's kind of like White Kid Cudi. Yeah. Like early, like his, early his old shit's like. Well, I'm listening to Kid Cudi with Ten Deep when he was working at Ten Deep. I haven't heard of Ten Deep in so long. Yeah. So he worked at Ten Deep, and then he released his first mixtape on Ten Deep. Are you from New York? Cause there's a heavy East Coast to like. Actually, I love lyricism. Okay. Yeah, I love lyrics over beats all day. My theory <coughs> has. That's why I don't like you butter much. That's fair. That's fair. Are you more of a Biggie guy? Yeah. Fine. Ooh. Big L. That's an underrated pick. Yeah. See, Big L is funny because I don't like Eminem. And my thing is like, yo, Eminem is like for what he does. There's better rappers than him at that. Like, I think Redman's better than Eminem. Oh. Yeah, so everyone. Yeah, right? Yeah, like, everyone, yeah. I think, like, like I think Tech 9 you could argue, is better than Eminem, just because Tech 9 has been, like, steadily releasing music for almost 30 years now. Yeah. Whereas Eminem, like, his last, like, <laughs> super hot album was, like, 03. Yeah. We forget how long ago that was. Like, my friend's like, yo, it hasn't been 18 years. And I was like, dog. 
like, yeah, it kind of has. First time I remember like listening to Eminem, and like I was like, that's back in like junior high when you write your favorite artist on your notebook, and I didn't even know how to write Eminem. I really wrote M and M. <laughs> They're like, what the fuck is that? It's like, oh, this rapper. And I didn't even know what it was. And I had the box. Remember the box back in the day? Where you can order music videos on like regular TV. No. Oh yeah. wow. We, I think we had something like that in Hawaii, actually. Yeah. And I was like, who the fuck is this kid? Like, nobody, like, in my high school, like, in my junior high, nobody knew who it was. Really? Yeah. That's how it was with ICP. That's how it was with, like, this kid. That, okay. It's, it's always that fun. That was the biscuit. Bye, Mark. Even his, that, that new album they just dropped. They made a new album? Yeah. It's an amazing fucking album. I didn't I even know that. they were still making music, not gonna I, I lie. I love when you find out, they're like, yeah, we got this new album, you're like, recent? Really? Wait, what? You guys yeah. all cool with each other? Really? Oh, all right, yeah, cool. I, love I was at a concert in uh, Washington, D.C., uh, like four or five years ago when I was still in the Army, and it was Foo Fighters, and I was like, okay, cool, like, that'll be fun. Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, Heart. They're still touring right now. Yes. Yeah. LL Cool J. Z Trip was the DJ for LL Cool J. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I found that out. Like, I think I met his mom actually oh, really? a couple months ago. <laughs> like, I was at somewhere. She's like, "Oh yeah, do you know Z Trip?" I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "Oh yeah." Like, it was like his mom or his auntie or something like that. But like, Z Trip was the DJ there. Buddy Guy, the blues artist, was there, and that was funny because I called my dad and I was like, "Hey, did you never guess on that one?" He's like, <laughs> "My dad's like, she's like, probably not." And I was like, "The fuck, man." <laughs> um, I'm like, yeah, I'm at a Buddy Guy show. My dad's like, oh, I was a roadie for Buddy Guy in the 80s. Oh, okay. I'm like, wait, are you serious? He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I would set up his shows whenever he came out to Chicago. I'm like, because my dad is like into all, like, all that blues and classic rock and stuff. I'm like, man, that's so fucking good. That's actually really cool. Where? Towers. Where? Mm-hmm. It's a blues house. Like, right on like 7th Ave and like, maybe it's cool. Or like, it's like I think I've driven by it a yeah. bunch of times. See, this is what we were talking about, though. Mm-hmm. We were talking about how in Phoenix, like, but my, my biggest issue with Phoenix, well, I got two major ones, but one of them is that in order to know about places here, it's almost like they're all like these like secret places. Yeah, that, yeah. That, like, like I would never have heard of that unless you told me. And so to me, I'm like, well, and I'm not that dude who's like, oh, well, let's make you bigger and bigger and bigger. Like, no, let's get you, again, know your group. Right. But I'm like, I would have never, I like blues music and I like jazz. I'm like, I would have never have known about that because I would never have even thought about where to look. Yeah. And that's kind of my thing with Phoenix is like, I feel like people are very safe here. Like, you'd rather go to like... What you know. You don't go outside your comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. But it's because it's an image thing. Phoenix is all about like what your friends are doing. So if your friends aren't cool with adventuring out, neither are you. Until you meet the right person who pulls you out and then you go try something. You know what's funny? That's what... I was trying to my friend, my friend, okay. I have a couple <laughs> friends from a few different places and they hate when I say this. But they're I'm like, yo, I don't have, and then this has kind of been changing since I've been like really planted myself in Phoenix. But for a while I was like, yo, I don't have friends here. And they're like, oh no, that's really sad. I'm like, no, 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 I got friends. <laughs> but like my friends, because I was in the military, because my dad's in the military and I grew up all over the place, they're all over. So like I can call my friends in Hawaii right now and be like, yo, I want to be on the island in like a week. And they're like, alright, cool, we got you. Like I got friends in Vancouver. If I call them up, hey, I'm going to be in Seattle. I'm going to visit one of my friends in Seattle and I'm going to come up to Vancouver. They're like, alright, cool, you can stay with me. Like I got friends like that. And 
I think it helps when you don't have friends here mm -hmm. because you just see something cool. You're like, I wonder what Champagne Lanes is, and you're like, oh, let's check it out. Let's see what's in there. And then like next time, you know, when you are like just you know chilling and you go somewhere, you're like, oh, you know what? There's a bunch of really cool places right here. Let me check that out. Like, Phoenix is probably one of the cities that you can bar hop, and every bar you leave, you've made a new friend. And they're either going with you to the next one, or you have their number to hang out again. That's true. You can't really do that in any other cities. But I feel like here, everybody's inside everyone, or they listen in on your conversation, they're like, oh, I've already been there. Like, let me tell you what to get. Yeah. And that's it, how it you start to, like, build those relationships. Works here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, people are, like, just straight up, like, listen. Like, we were, me, me and my family are here one time, and there's a guy sitting over there, and, like, he was, like, we could tell he was listening. And then he's like, no, that place sucks. Where you want to go? And I was like, shout out to that guy, man. I want to eat some bad food in the mat. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I had clients on Saturday night. And I was talking with all night. And they came in Sunday morning. They said, like, what about the breakfast? And uh, they invited me to keep together. They live in fucking New Mexico. New Mexico. <laughs> but hey, hit me up. I'll stay my place. You want to come through with a party? Yeah, let's do it. That was That's like, awesome. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, just like that, I mean... It's so easy to make friends here. It is. And I think that's the coolest thing. That's one of the things that's kind of keeping me here. Um, what I decided, and I was, I was telling you earlier, what I kind of decided with Phoenix was like, listen, I want to go back to Hawaii. That was where I felt most at home. That is something that, like, it's it's hard to explain how much I love being there just because nine, time, nine, nine out of the ten things I had to worry about here, I didn't have them. Like, it's kind of hard to deal with racism in Hawaii when everyone there is like, yo, we're all mixed, bro. Like yeah. you're half black, half Filipino. You're half black, half you know Japanese. You're white and you know Chinese. Like, what do you mean? Like, you know. <laughs> so like, there's some of it because there always is, but like for the most part, I was like, shut up, dog. <laughs> you know. But um, to me, I was like, listen, like, let's do some cool stuff here first. Yeah. Like let's do some cool. Like that's why like you know the meetings that we've been having here. It's like, hey, let's let's do something different. Like the art scene here, let's do something different. Let's do something that's like a lot more grounded. Like the Wu Tang thing. It's like, what if we just took everything that they did? Like the coolest thing that Wu Tang ever did to me was giving, trusting their artists with the freedom to go solo. Yeah. Because to me, like the fact that you had the foresight to see, like, okay, the Beatles broke up, the Stones broke up. Pink Floyd broke up, this guy, like, all these people broke up. Like, how do we avoid doing that? Oh, you give them the chance to. Mm -hmm. Like, hey man, I want to do something solo. All right, cool. We're going to make a new album in three years. Have your shit ready by the time, you know? Yeah. I hope you were writing for that whole time. That's kind of the cool thing to me. That's I've tried to take that, like, with me to the new stuff I'm trying to start off. I actually really like that mentality. And I feel like it just, like, fits everywhere. Like, when you were saying, like, oh, I got to make shit happen here. This is the best place to, and I think downtown specifically. Not just like Arizona, but like downtown Phoenix is a melting pot. If you think about how many people are out here, it's like 1% that's actually like native to Arizona. That's awesome. So you get so many people from like other states, other countries, ASU does international stuff. So when you meet people out here, everyone is doing the same thing. They're all in search of the next thing. That's why you make friends out here. That's why it's so easy to socialize because nobody out here has friends. We're sure. all just lonely people trying to hang out with somebody else. And the, they've been doing cool communal things, like like low-key things. Like, you don't, like, one of the bars around here, at night, I'm not a huge fan of them, but, like, during the evening and during the day, I love that it's, like, it's just all arcade games. 
Like me, so my friend flew in from Alaska. I met this guy at the music con- at the festival in LA, the, the <laughs> Solidarity Festival. I met him one year, the first year, and I wasn't. I was still in the army, so we like chilled and we did stuff. I didn't drink or, or like smoke or anything. The next year, I was like, "Yo, are you gonna come back down for the festival?" And he's like, ah, "I don't know, man. My girlfriend, like, we just broke up." And I'm like, of course, because I'm that kind of friend. I'm like, "What the fuck does that have to do with anything? Are you showing up to this fucking festival or not?" Like, and he's like, "I don't know, man. I don't want to go solo." I'm like, "I'm asking because I got tickets, dumbass." And he's like. I don't know, man. We'll find out. Cool, whatever. He shows up because, of course, he's going to show up. Like, yeah, we know, dude. Like, <laughs> but he came, like, it was funny. The time I met him before, I was with his girlfriend. And the time I meet him again, it's like four of his bros. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so we were hanging out the whole time, and, you know, and he actually flew out here from Alaska to go see St. John. This is like when St. John was, like, starting to come up. And um, I guess he saw my comment under one of St. John's posts. Or like it was like pigeons and planes post about St. John. So my so he texted me, he's like, Bro, do you fuck with St. John? I'm like, Yeah, I fuck with St. John. He's like, Are you going to a show? I'm like, yeah. He goes, I got tickets for I'm like, Yeah, okay, dude. Like what, where what city are you gonna go see me in? Like Seattle? He's like, No, I'll go to Phoenix. I'm like, no, shut the fuck up, dude. Are you serious? He's like, Yeah, dude. He's like, yo, I'll, I'll show up to Phoenix. I'm like, alright, cool. Three months later the festival starts, like or the show starts. And like we're there. Like I picked them up and we were chilling. And the coolest thing about that is, like, we went to Cobra. <laughs> and we got there, like, probably six or seven. After, like, one day just chilling out. And just because we were both good at NBA Jam, we made friends with, like, 12 people. Because we beat the shit out of, like, 12 people <laughs> in NBA Jam. So we were just, like, chilling out. And my friend's like, dude, it's so... Like, he's like, yo, we don't have this in Alaska. Because everyone's been established there so long. Oh. That it's like these really old families, yeah, you know, yeah. went out like during the gold rush. Yeah, and so he's like, yo, we don't have this like that. And so like, you're exactly right about how easy it is to make friends. Like, even here, like, there's some of the people here that like, I, I would just like come in here after work and I'll just like chill out. And I'll like hang out here at first Friday and then like, I'll start talking to some of the people more and more. And now like, when I see people and they're like, you know, it's weird. Especially being a military brat, when you walk into somebody's like, hey, Braven, what's up? And you're like, who the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> How do you know me? I feel like that's kind of what this used to be, though, right? And, like, I feel like a part of, like, the people downtown want to bring it back. That's why we were the art district, because you could do anything. It was, like, a mixture of random talents, showcasing your art. Like, it was everything under the sun. Like, when you think about what the old First Fridays were, how many people were, like, Clouding the streets with like their music, their art, like yeah. what they were selling. It wasn't they so used to organized. Close the exactly. It was just a bunch of like random mumbo jumbo. And that's still what we do here. Like, I don't know if you've been to any of our events, but we've done like mosh pits in here. We've done oh, really? reggaeton nights. We're going to have a Norteño artist. Yeah, I saw next that. Friday. I, yeah. I, saw, I saw you post that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. So, really? like, yeah. I think it's just like not putting a limit on it. Because everybody who comes to Jobot has a different interest, like their friends are different, and yet we all meet up in one place. The funniest thing I saw was like, I came in here one day, and I don't remember when it was, it was like right after work, and I had somewhere to be afterwards, so I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to Jobot. And um, I think someone was like watching like Neon Genesis Evangelion, like just watching <laughs> anime on the screen, and I'm just like, yep. fuck yeah. And then like, it was like a, like, it was somebody connected to like Netflix or Hulu, and they're just like... <laughs> How are we feeling about Hot Rod? I'm like, I fucking love Hot Rod. <laughs> like, turn on Hot Rod. I love Hot Rod. The movie's so funny. The movie's so funny. So what brought you guys to doing Jobot? Like, Jobot's been around for over.
over a decade. Really? It, so, so it used to be one of those mom and pop houses over on Fifth Street. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. Jobot started with like an espresso machine inside of another shop. And then it grew into being Jobot the coffee shop. And that's what was over on Fifth. So we had a Jobot. This would have been around 2013, 2012. Around there, yeah. Uh huh. Because I, I would have been in high school. That makes sense. So that's why I would have never come down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In high school, I'm like, I'm not driving from fucking Anthem. Hey, mom, can I get a ride? <laughs> can I get a ride to the coffee shop that's $45? Hey, <laughs> when we started inside of his ex wife's salon. Okay. So he's, he had an espresso machine inside of his ex wife's salon. And then he moved in to Conspire, which was on Fifth Street when I was about. He did it that for three, four years, and then finally he got the ability to open up his own, which was half a house. So half the house with Jobot was, was Tata was just a local artist, and then uh, Jobot, and then we grew out, and then we made the old house Jobot. And then we started building a bar outside in the back of the house. Like, and then we. And then we ended up getting kicked out of there. But we actually, he's actually rebuilding that bar concept at a new place. I love that they do the house stuff here. Yeah. Because it makes... Well, they used to. I mean, my, so I've gotten a couple of my tattoos done at... Um, golden Rule. Golden Rule. Mm -hmm. And, like, I got them done at the old Golden Rule. Like, I got this one done at the old Golden Rule. Okay. And she went, uh... No, it's like on Camelback. Indian... Oh. No, like the old, old Golden Rule. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Really? The original Golden Rule was right on Roosevelt and next to Carly's. No, okay, so mine was the one on Camelback right now. Yes. That was the second location. Okay, I didn't know that yeah. was the second. So that was the first, that was the second, they moved that one okay. to the house. Yeah, I got a couple one I got a couple done at the house yeah. over there. So those houses used to be Joe bought the Lost Leaf and Melt Ice Cream. So I got the Lost Leaf too, isn't it? That... It's a bar. It is okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those were like the places to be back in the day. There were, you know, buzzes, Yeah. Yeah. I'm shocked that no one's gotten that graffiti house yet. You know what? It. It's probably a really tough one. Why? I didn't clean that house after a vegan restaurant closed. Had lots of stuff in there for like a year. And then they ended up taking them out. And they left everything with, without electricity for a whole year. They left food in the fridges. Food on the counter. And we ended up buying that place, Showbox, or renting it. And it was my job to clean it out. <laughs> So they sent me to the house, had a pride open, and I got a bunch of kids from one of the local high schools like, hey, I'll buy you guys all, all the ice cream you need, I'll buy you breakfast, dinner, I go about whatever, coffee, come and finish, so yeah. So Mel was separate too? Yeah. Yeah, Mel had its own location. Hold on, that... Yeah, no, no, I want to talk to you about those flavors, because I got way too many of those flavors on Saturday or whenever I was here last. Oh, okay. Friday. Listen, that uh, jalapeno lime cheesecake, Fucking way yeah. up there. Right. <laughs> the peach habanero I was really surprised about. I was really, really surprised. I didn't expect that to taste way good. Yeah. Um, so good. I, I used to have one. Have you tried the new one? What's the new one? So the fig honey marsipone pistachio? No, I, I did the fig honey goat cheese. Yeah. Oh no, we got a new cheese now. Ooh. Mm -hmm. yeah, that one I was a little surprised too. I wanted a sweet cheese. I don't think I have any more. Oh, did we sell? Oh. Yeah. The peach habanero surprise because like we've ha I've had like that spicy fruit mixture before, but we've only had it like in grilling. Yeah. Like oh here's like mango habanero wings or here's like you know yep. something like that. So like 
I was kind of surprised because you don't think about spicy ice cream like that. Like, and I don't, I, I don't drink alcohol, which is hilarious that we're doing this at a bar because like, I don't drink alcohol. <laughs> and so like to me, when people are like, oh yeah, there's a nice spicy drink, I'm like, who wants that? <laughs> That's how I feel with cocktails. Like, when you somebody gives me like, oh, there's jalapeno infused cocktails, like, nope, I don't like it. You know, like this is, I want to drink that's gonna be refreshing. I don't want to drink that. It makes you want to drink another drink. But like, I got a sweet tooth too, so like. It's funny, my mom, I took my mom to Dutch Bros, and it was her first time that she'd ever been, and I'd only been like twice. And my mom's like, so what are they having? I'm like, oh, they got coffee. My mom's like, Braven, this is all like candy kitty drinks. I'm like, oh, I was wondering why I loved it. I was wondering why I loved it, because it's an 8 a.m. breakfast milkshake. I keep wanting to build a sticker up. The Dutch Bros sticker? As a person who doesn't drink coffee, that's why I think Dutch Bros is great, because it's like, it's not real coffee. Oh. It's just. That's how like as much as it's like. It's a Mexican coffee shop, but it's all like this one. This coffee tastes like uh, like a Ooh. This coffee tastes. You'll love it. Ooh. Okay. I'd rather have something like that than something that like. There's some of this stuff like that's just corn syrup. That's just straight. No, basically, it's diabetes in a cup. Yeah. It really is. It really is. Yeah. Which I mean, the, so people love it, just like they love Starbucks frappuccino. Like I work, I worked there for like three months. Like, I was like, I don't even, like, I didn't even like drinking them. I drink the Cafe de Olla, which is really good. Uh, but they're, like, Their know. drinks are okay. Like, some of their, like, not their coffee drinks, but, like, their other ones, like, their fruit drinks. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. This no, isn't I love too the, bad. Re- like, the Rebels or whatever they're called. Yeah, those are, yeah. What? No, not for me. I don't know. Not for me. We have a, uh, we have a Sonic. We have something similar. She's working another coffee shop. I used to work for the Human Bean. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. but I mean, I never really, like, drank any of those things. One, I don't do energy drinks very much, unless I'm, like, going to go to the gym and I need something to, like, shake me up. But I didn't have any on me that day. My homeboy, oh. uh, <laughs> my homeboy posted something on Instagram. I was like, y'all be taking pre-workout? I just go to the gym based off self-hatred. I'm like, yo. <laughs> part of me is like, hey, man, are you good? And the other part of me is like, no, this is fucking hilarious. Leave this shit out, dog. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I feel like... That's another thing too though, like people get caught up in what the usual is, again, because it's like marketed really nicely, you know? So then you get the customer that comes in here to like a legitimate coffee shop, and they're like, oh, I want this like blah, 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 and it's like, nah, bro, like that's all sugar made stuff for other companies. <laughs> like I can't even attempt to make you that. You know what's funny? I didn't even know that Jobot was a coffee shop until I Googled it one day, because I would come in here and get Jobot. the ribs and the noodles every time. <laughs> So I come in here and get the ribs and the noodles and like, and then I googled it because my, my friends are like, yo, what's Joma? What are you talking about? And I'm like, oh, it's a restaurant. And they, they look, they're like, the only one I see is a coffee house. I'm like, yeah, they're not a coffee house. And I came in like a month, like a week later and I looked and I'm like, oh yeah, they are. <laughs> there it is. That's what I did. <laughs> but I think that's the cool thing that I like about this place is like, I haven't had any of the, uh, of the new menu yet. Uh, I haven't tried. I haven't tried it yet. Hit none uh, of the breakfast or the nighttime. Not yet. Oh no, no. I had the I had the nighttime. You had the non pit. Yeah. Okay. And okay. I love that because that's kind of how it was back home. Was like you would get. We call them plate lunches. Okay. So like a plate lunch, you might get kalbi ribs, which are Korean, with chicken katsu, which is Japanese, rice because rice. it's Hawaii. Like <laughs> no shit. And then macaroni salad because. So May, her her biggest thing was like when you go to like a Thai restaurant and people are like, oh, like pad Thai and like all these like fancy dishes. She was like, none of this is what I ate at home. 
Like, I didn't come home, and my mom was like, here's this fancy dish of Pad is Thai. Th- is she, like, Thai, like, native Thai, or is she... Um, is she native Thai? No. I mean, she's Thai. Mexican. Her parents, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, she's not a mix, but... Her big thing was, I want to give you something that I ate on the regular. Like, here's like a traditional, like, this is what it's like to eat in a Thai household. Have you you guys been in New York? I have, but I was only, I was there for such a short amount of time. So, I was in New York a long time ago, a really long time ago, like 10 years ago. Um, My brothers are out there all the time, so they're probably going to hate me when they hear this. But we had New York pizza in a restaurant, and it was okay. It was fine. We went outside, like... And we found this guy who was selling it like for two dollars a slice. Oh my god, it was so much better. Because I think a lot of cities are like that, and I think the only reason we don't have good street food in Arizona is because 120 degrees outside, and nobody wants to stand outside and wait. I drive like once a week, cross town to the west side just to get two hot dogs. Where you go? Uh, 43rd and it is across the street from the strip club. The Mexican hot dogs down there, and that's Sonoran. Yeah, like I was gonna say the Sonoran yeah. dogs that yeah. we probably shouldn't be eating considering. <laughs> <what's> <laughs> So, yo, do you want a hot dog wrapped in bacon with salsa and crema? And you're like, yes, I do. Give me two. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you got it. Three. All right, hold on. Listen. Uh, you're definitely gonna fit, you're always going to be like, man, I could have ate three. All right. Is there a plant fitness system nearby? Yeah. There is? All right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, let's do this. Let's, let's go. There's always like a big, like, I love strip clubs. Okay. I love the strip club. And then go across the street and get a hot dog on your way home. Like, bye. I went to the first strip club I ever went to. I was in the Army. And <laughs> so we were in Florida. And we were in uh, Tampa Bay, Florida. First of I'm all, we didn't know that. We were just, I was just on duty out there. And so, like, we didn't know that. But my friend's like, yo, we, you got to go to this club. My friend was telling me, it's supposed to be so awesome, bro. And me, I've, like, never... I grew up, like, kind of a sheltered-ish. My, fa- my family's religious, and they're in the military. So, like, we weren't really... He said, what is that? That wasn't, like, my <laughs> scene. I was, like, never, like, I'm, like, fuck it, let's go. So I went with them. And, like, the stuff that they were calling us was, like, look at those four in the back. And we're, like, it's, like, stuff that I'm, like, this doesn't make me want to spend money here. <laughs> but, um, one of my, the guy, one of the guys I was with tried to take one of the girls home. And, because what I didn't realize, we were all, like, 20, 21. So honestly, we probably shouldn't have been there to begin with, but like, we went there and like, I remember going and I, like I said, I don't drink. So like, I'm like looking at my, my accounts the next day, I'm like, I spent like $400, like what the hell? My friend's like, yeah, I spent like 500. And this other dude who's like kind of a strip club vet, he's like, I paid 40. I was like, how'd you pay 40? He goes, because I didn't fucking start my, he's like, yo, I walked in there with cash and I had a limit. Uh, and then we're like, oh man, that makes sense. And he goes, and then he's like, he's like, and I'm a charming motherfucker. And I was like, we need to hang out with this guy more. Yeah. This guy's hilarious. But like, I haven't been since just because I was like, my, my nerdy ass brain was like, I could have fucking bought a PlayStation for that money. <laughs> I, mean, I can't go. I think the cheap last I've ever spent was like 200 bucks. I got to drop at least $400. In once? Yeah. Is it worth it though? Like, I feel like if you're going to yeah. go to this trip club and you're going to spend that yeah. much money, Like, this is where I'm at. You know what? I read a thing a while ago that Magic City in Atlanta, 
is actually like where Atlanta artists like they test their music there. Oh yeah. So if their music pops off at Magic City, <laughs> then they know they're gonna be stars. Oh my so like God. there's record executives like just sitting in the strip club. I'm like, what a different world. For real. You would never can you imagine going to like oh what's that that huge one? Oh Jaguars. Can you imagine going to Jaguars and you just see like a dude you're like, hey isn't that a movie producer? Like that would never oh, that's like, that's the place to be. Like I did like when I was tattooing and piercing, I would go at least once a week. Pass out my business cards with the girls. I was, have a lot of the exes that worked there, a lot of people I've been with. And then just buy and tell. I'd be like, oh, you know, I'll your nipples for free, you tell your homies. And they come in, get the nipple pierced, and tell all their girlfriends. Like, oh, he was so like get your shit pierced by this guy. I think that's my the coolest the thing I love about that is like there's that like underground like just punk rock sense of hustle where it's just like dude we're not doing the normal thing so we're not going to do it the normal way yeah yeah, exactly. yeah. That's, that's, I mean, that's how I started with tattoos like people getting tattoos was like they're bad people bad people got tattoos bad people like nah. that were in the army that were killing people they got tattoos my first tattoo was in the army and it was funny because like that stigma was still there. This is like 2013, I got, no, 2015, I got my first tattoo. And that stigma was still kind of there. And honestly, if, like, if we're being completely real, it's still like... It's still alive today. When people see mine, and it's hilarious, because like when they see mine, they assume that it's like, like yeah, oh, man, you got a lot of tattoos. I'm like, I have so many fucking weird tattoos. But I, that's how I am. Like, people, like from far, I look like a fucking gangbanger. Close up, you're like, Who's this fucking little cartoon character? <laughs> I didn't even know. You know what I mean? And then I got like a fucking alien spaceship, an ice cream pizza, a little bunny, fucking, what was it? Avila. I just brought them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, him and Pam from The Office. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Like, that's just what I like. Like, that's far away. I look like a fucking gonna kill you. When, when I really started, like, paying attention to, like, how I felt about tattoos, because I was one of those guys where I'm like, no, man, if I want it, I want it to mean something. And then after a while, I was like, if I have a tattoo on me, it means I really fucking like it. <laughs> like, yeah. You know? Or I just saw something cool at Friday the 13th, and I was like, that's the one right there. <laughs> <laughs> $200 in your pocket, and you want to feel some pain. That's half my tattoo. I was like, I need to feel something. My, so I got a friend in South Africa, and I was like, oh, hey, guess what? And she's like, you got a new tattoo. I'm like, how'd you know that? And she's like, what do you mean, how did I know that? I'm like, how'd you know that? She goes, you said that you were depressed three weeks ago, so I assumed that you were going to get a tattoo. And I was like... Fuck you. She's yeah. like, it's not my fault that you go to tattoo parlors <laughs> instead of therapy. I'm like, that's not why I called you, okay? <laughs> Leave me alone. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I would say my first pickup line was like, who hurt you? I was like, literally, like, you getting get something here, who hurt you? You going through a breakup? And like, half the time, yeah. Really? Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm just going through some shit. Or yeah, I just want to go to my work. I was like, a little piss and the Trying to do something adventurous? Yeah, it was like a trick to piss them off. I love fishing up That's my greatest pastime. I love it. I'm with it. Part of me, like, the logic is like, but she's little men give me anxiety. And those are the people who, like, I've had people, like, bring in the rubber, like, I want to get her nipples pierced. They're like, cool. Send the papers, whatever. And then he's sitting, like, this is her. And he's like this, like, fucking, like, looking, like, starts kissing her neck. I'm like, bro, I'm like a fucking girl. Y'all 
grab your nipples. If she wants to hit me up later, <laughs> I'll do it. But like, get the fuck away from me. This is like, this is my space. Like, what's that right there? You know what? Exactly. And then I start like, all right, I gotta get her nipples hard. And I look. You know what I mean? I'm a piece of shit. Like, I love the, I'm an instigator. The funny thing about that too is that like, how insecure do you gotta be, bro? Very insecure. Well, we look at Because I like so I was coming in here a decent amount. I didn't really know anybody though. And I remember I was like sitting here and just I just kinda like watch at first. So I just kinda observe and see what's up. And I remember I saw you and like immediately you know what people think. Yeah. And then like I was sitting there and like you were turning on something and like you flipped on like a cartoon and I was like, I fuck with him. Cause I forgot what what show it was. It, it was it might have been Hot Rod actually. But like, I think you like like you're like looking on Netflix and you found like Hot Rod and I was like I fuck with this guy. Because th- that's the funniest thing is that like when you have somebody. I was at um, Valley Bar like two months or two years ago, and I had white like plain white tee, camo pants, and a bandana. But it wasn't like in like a flag or anything. It was just like. <laughs> it was like a floral bandana. My friend's like, yo, you, you look like the flyest Vietnam vet. And I was like, that's fucking good. <laughs> like, and so I, I, like, I was like kind of in my feelings. I was like, dog. No, that's funny. Like, you're good. But this girl like came around the corner and she's like, oh shit. And at first I was like, the fuck? And then I was like, now nah, I know what I look like. Never mind. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> right. dude, like, or, like, sometimes I was on Michael, especially when I was, like, doing a lot more tattoos and stuff, I was going, like, at least twice a week to Michael. We get supplies, markers, oh, yeah, okay. like that. And I'll be, like, because I'm the most happy-go-lucky dude. I'll talk to anybody. And I'll be, like, let me say to your white lady, hey, morning. And then she'll look at me, like, the fuck, like, she appeared to be walking and back, like, damn, I always forget that. I look this way. Like, in my head, I'm just, like, a normal fucking person. But like, I literally be talking to the 80-year-old woman like she was my best friend. I think that's the fun thing about like, especially like, like how I like to dress. There's gonna be those people that like see me and like, oh, you mean the big black dude with the mohawk and the basketball jersey? And then like, there's gonna be four people who are like, hey bro, is that a Space Jam jersey? Yes. It's the greatest movie of all time. And that I guy with the sunglasses that are too small for your face. Yeah. <laughs> I have. It's like that one that the TikTok that he dances all over the place. He has those little tiny glasses. Yeah, I, I, I love these. I love these glasses just because, like, I literally only bought them because I'm like, those are loud as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I got a hundred bucks. Fuck it, let's go. Like, but um, there's a, like a lot, like even a lot of my tattoos, like that's an anime. This is a movie. This is because the Cubs won the World Series and we fucking suck now. <laughs> but like people are always like, oh man, what do your tattoos mean? It's like, uh, it means I like wrestling. And it means that this is the band okay, that we had when we were kids. Right now? I got into Japanese wrestling. Okay, okay, well, I'm like WWF, WWE. Oh, all time, right probably Rock. Rock and CM Punk are probably like my two favorites. You watch wrestling right now? No. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamaica's always, so my all time favorite was uh, Shawn Michaels. I, I was that guy, like, 
heartbreak kid, like I was a flirt. Like, Singing your own intro song yeah. on the way to the room. <laughs> That's awesome. I used to do a trivia night at the South Park called The Wayward. Yeah. And that was my coming, like, intro song was a heartbreak kid song. <laughs> and, like, people, like, my friends would, like, get their bases, like, boys and smoke when I was walking in. Yeah. The thing that I love about wrestling is that when you really buy into it, there's nothing like it. Yeah. Because we all know it's fake. And none of us care. <laughs> so, like, I took my brother to an event in... It might have been here. It might have been, no, it was in Tucson. Because he has to go to do, do, do on Tucson every time. I took him in Tucson. And Tucson has that arena. And it's not super, super huge. But it's like ten or 12,000 people. And um, it's like where the Roadrunners play. And like, it, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. so... Military gets entry, gets free entry WWE events. So like SmackDown, I don't even watch WWE anymore, and I kind of want to just be like, yeah, let me watch Roman Reigns because he's the fucking best. Yeah. But um, I took my brother. My brother's not a huge wrestling fan, but when he heard like twelve thousand people all singing intro music for a wrestler, and like they're all counting like that one, two, oh, my brother, he kind of he like looked at me he's like, I get it. Like, yeah. Like, behind the scenes stuff, they always, like, the interviews in the back, or, like, getting dressed, or, like, so-and-so ran over somebody at the fucking, the green room, or, like, yeah, and shit like it's, that like, happening. goofy like, soap opera yeah. shit, and it's, like, oh, man, The Rock got hit by a car. What's he gonna do with the Stone Cold next week? And yeah. you're, like, I don't know, but I'm watching. <laughs> yeah. John Cena had a song with Merck. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, that, yeah. yeah. Hustle? Kind of went hard, actually. Like, actually Loki like, kind of goes hard. I liked it. I was like, okay, It's funny, being, like, my brothers are, me and my brothers are all MMA fans, and, you know, one of my brothers is like, I, we've gotten into boxing a little bit more, because he's like, oh, dude, you can, like, see so much clearer what's going on. But, he, like, my other brother's like, why do you like wrestling? He's like, it, like, I don't get it, man. He's like, if you want to watch a fight, just watch MMA. I'm like, the UFC is never gonna let us have a flaming ladder match. When John Jones is on a flaming ladder, <laughs> then you, then maybe I'll stop yeah. watching wrestling. Till then. <laughs> have all the fucking tags at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Or the wired back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, this guy's a barbed wire two by four, and he's walking into the ring. Now we all know he's not gonna really do anything with it, but he might. <laughs> so what about all the favorite mankind. Yeah. Mankind was a fucking shit show. This guy was like. I ended up beating him was actually, like, mentally ill. It's like, funny, too, because, like, the thing about Mankind, like, when you watch him, like, and Mick Foley and all those things, like, that's another thing that, you know, kind of going back to the characters we were talking about, I was like, you were this character, and then, like, then he was, like, dude, love. Yeah. And then he was uh, Cactus Jack, and it's just, like, all these things that you embodied, and it's like, man, it's so cool that you can explore these characters, and also just, like, the through line is like, I really just like wrestling. Yeah. And it's cool, like, when you meet those other people, like, you'll see that guy who's wearing an NWO shirt, and you're like, hey, fuck that dude. And, like, he kind of gets it yeah. too. And I think that community of, like, I'm so glad that as an adult, I learned how to, like, just be weird. Yeah. And just be okay with, like, yo, listen, you're a fucking nerd who likes anime and wrestling. Like, guess what? That's what the internet's made of. Like, yeah, you know? yeah. I'm sure that took some time, though. <laughs> He's like walking in with the. Where is he? I don't think I don't think Oh. He's walking in with the toothpaste. Because I'll use the fucking toothpaste. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
too thing, and I don't think he gets it. Look at you in the ice cream. I, I meant to, that, that's what I meant to ask you about too. Is like, Nothing. Nothing. I don't care. I don't give a fuck about ice cream. I get a fuck. Like, like you didn't it. like eat like. No, I'm not just a color. But no, uh, at the time I was doing a lot of like uh, social media marketing, networking, and he wanted me to like rebrand Malibran as owner. So I left. I had left working for Facebook marketing. I was only there for like two months. I hated it. And then he was like, hey, like I'm Mel's, I do that well. Like, Mel used to make at the house like $60 a day. That was a good day. That's wild. And he was like, I'm going to have 100% creativity, like you do what you do. I saw what you did with so and so, clothing brand. Was it just like regular ice cream though? Like, or were there like the crazy flavors? There was a little bit of unique flavors. But they weren't like making them their own. They're like, oh, just come on with something cool. Uh, that was a different action regular that we do now. Uh, so have you been doing the milk for a while then? 2013. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, so you did that really good uh, chocolate one, that like spicy chocolate one. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, good yeah. too. The Aztec chocolate? Yeah, yeah. yeah that was I chocolate. did one four years ago, five, four or five years ago. I did a uh, uh, pepper. When she had to sign a waiver, we had to have somebody like come up with a like, contract for us. I was in Sweden, and there's this guy, it was like 9 a.m., and this drunk Swedish guy is like, Hey man, I got fucking spicy fucking hot dogs here! And me, and it's funny because I'm never ever that like super like hula hula America guy, like I'm never like, even though I served in the military, I'm not one of those like, hey, stand for the fucking, I'm not one of those guys. And but I'm like, I walked up and I was like, yo, how hot do you think your food is? He's like, it's fucking hot. I'm like, I'm an American. I'm like, I don't believe you, man. He's like, you want to fucking try it? And me, this is where, like, the, this is my favorite thing, like, like, just that, like, dudeness of, like, being challenged to do something that, like, you know you shouldn't be doing. And I'm like, yeah, I'll fucking try it. I don't know why I'm, like, so passionate over, like, you know, like, I don't How know. How spicy that I got Yeah, let's fucking go, bro. Like, I don't know why I'm being like that. Like, I'm never this person. And he's like, are you sure? And I was like, and right when he asked that, there was like that little part of my brain that was like, hey man, you might want to reconsider this shit. <laughs> and so, I, um, you're good, you're good. You okay? Yep. So, um, I'm like, hey man, tell me what it's made of. He's like, alright, listen. He's like, all these hot dogs are a custom blend. I'm like, what do you mean a custom blend? He's like, do you see all the like that that sauce? I'm like, yeah. He goes, that's all runoff from the hot dogs. So he makes the hot dogs with like, I think it was ghost pepper, habanero, like Carolina he Reaper. Cooks it in the he sauce? makes it. No, he like mixes the sausage with them. Oh, and then whatever oh, he oh. used that didn't work, that didn't fit in the sausage, so whatever extra, he turned into a sauce. So he's like, yo, this is really fucking hot. And I was like, all right, listen, I'm gonna make you a deal. Let me get one sausage and let King cut it up for me and my family. Like me and my brothers. Okay, with sausage. Just like a regular, like like a bratwurst. Like about that size. So it was like, I know, I saw that. I said, wow. All right, I got the No, no, no. It was like, so like in Chicago, they call them like a Polish sausage. And yeah, it's yeah, like, so a, like eight yeah. inches. Yeah, so I'm like. <laughs> But, um, yeah, 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 it's something like, you know, nothing too crazy. 
Um, so he cut it up and like, my brother's like, oh man. He's like, yo, should I like eat the whole thing? I'm like, I don't know, dude. I'm like, listen, I'm not a pussy. I'm just gonna throw the whole thing in my mouth and I'm just gonna eat it. And my other brother, he like kind of chewed it. And my dad's like, I'm not fucking doing that. And like, we basically just shamed him into doing that. It was like me and my two brothers, like all just kind of like, like, are you scared? Like bullying my dad, are you scared? Are you scared to eat this hot dog? Are you scared, dad? And so like, he's like, fine, fuck it, I'll eat it. Because again, just a bunch of dudes. Being dudes. <laughs> yeah, just like dumb shit. And so my brother and my, my brother's fiance and my mom are like, I'm not fucking doing that. Like, are you kidding me? So I was like, fine, we'll, we'll do it, whatever. I have a video on my computer somewhere. And I pop the whole thing in my mouth and just eat it because it's gonna suck. Let's just get it over with. Yeah. Immediately my eyes turn red. And like the video, I'm taking a video on my phone, I drop my phone. And I'm coughing and like it's cleared out my sinuses completely. Like it just completely And so I go up there and he looks at me and he's laughing his ass off. And I'm like and he goes, You were wondering why I sold the only hot dogs and ice cream here, huh? Because all he had was vanilla ice cream. There's no drinks. And so I was like, yo, I need as much vanilla ice cream as you can give me for this much money. Because like I was on sweet, so I just like put down a bill. I'm like, just whatever that pays for, man. Just pass it here. It was the hottest thing I've ever had. I couldn't taste for two days. <laughs> and like my eyes were just like complete. Now, after those two days, I could breathe so well. My sinuses were so clear, but like, like it was the hottest thing. And I was wondering, I was like, yo, how many people really do this? He goes, usually tourists. And I'm like, glad I could do my duty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, but he's like, yeah, that was the hottest one you could have gone. Like we went straight to like, I think the second hottest. But yeah, having to sign a waiver, because it's kind of like that moment of like, are you sure you want to like... Yeah, like don't come back at me with this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, he's like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah. And then like, it's funny because I went back there a couple days ago and I was just like, can I just get a regular, just like a regular hot dog, no sauce, like no nothing on it. He's like, yeah, there you go. It was actually really, really good. It was like really well flavored and really yeah. like... Yeah. And so that's the key to me is like, if you're spicing, you're just hot, but it's like vinegar and turmeric, like... That sucks. Yeah. It's not very good, but like an actual spicy, like tasty. That's what surprised me about the habanero and the lime ice cream. Mm. It was like the peach really jumped out really, really well. Yeah. But you got that nice little kick at the end. Yeah, that's what surprised me. And the jalapeno and lime really complimented each other yeah. really well, too. I was actually really surprised by that because I expected it to kind of be like that mango or the peach and habanero where like oh. it kind of like it fought for a second and then the habanero won. But like the jalapeno and lime, <laughs> it was like a tag team. It was just like, all right, ma'am, like, your turn. <laughs> Prior to coming in here, had you ever had malt ice cream before? At the Pemberton. Oh, at the Pemberton. At the Pemberton, yeah, when they were doing their outdoor movies. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I had gone up there a couple times. Did so, you start recording here? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. That, that's the best way to do it. <laughs> That's the best way to do it. I don't even know how long we've been in talking. Like, yeah, You'd be surprised. Like, where are we yeah? Okay. Surprised. I was like, when are we going to start this? <laughs> <laughs> I got shit to do. He's standing here going, hi, my name is Pablo. <laughs> we probably like, should have introduced you. <laughs> it's, like, um, it's like when you watch a movie and like they just get right into the movie and then they're like, and then at the end they get into the credits and you're like, oh shit, yeah, I forgot there were no credits. Like, oh man. <laughs> or like, you're like 20 minutes into the movie they do the credits or like the introduction. I, uh, I'm a big video game fan, and one of the games I've been playing is uh, Cyberpunk 2077. And Cyberpunk 2077. Cyber? Yeah. Cyberpunk 2077. 2077. 
And so it's like kind of like Blade Runner, but you're like a like a mercenary in the city, but has to do all these jobs. Like Keanu Reeves is in it, and fuck yeah, like okay. cool. So I'm playing it, and it's funny because like I'm almost done with my first playthrough, but I want to like knock out some side stuff. So I started another one because you have all these characters you can like make yourself. Yeah. So I'm kind of running through it, and I'm playing it the other day, and I forgot that like the prologue is six hours, which for a video game, if you think about it, most video games, cover around like forty or fifty hours. So like for a prologue, like it's six hours in, so I like finally got through the prologue like after a couple days, and it's like cyberpunk, and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot like oh none of God. this counts to the game. Okay, I don't play video games, but like that just seems like a lot of work. <laughs> um, you know what's funny? Me and my brother get into an ar- not arguments, but he's more of a TV guy, and okay. I'm more of a video game guy. So like he likes like he'll sit down and he'll watch a season of a show or like however many weeks, like two weeks or whatever, right? You know, if, if they if they drop the whole season at one time, right? It, to me, it's kind of the same thing. Like you have to get through so many episodes yeah, before like, you're invested. To me, to me, it's like like to me like playing video games. Most like story video games, it's kind of the same structure of like, oh okay, cool, play for an hour and a half, you know, or hour to two hours, and that's like, all right, cool, we're at a stopping. And so to me, like I play video games instead of that. Like the only TV I really really watch is like. Peaky Blinders came back, so I got to get back on that. Good show. I always want to try why I can't get into it. It's a good show. It's, really it's one of those shows. You got to, like, let it go in first before you get into it. That's yeah. what I thought with the Umbrella Academy. I cannot get past, like, the first, like, My mom hates that show. Oh, I've never seen that show. It's, like, it's one of the best shows I've ever seen in my life. But it was that I tried to watch the first episode like five times. And I was born. I can't do it. That's how I felt with Stranger Things. I still haven't really gotten through exactly. Stranger Things. Yeah, I have not watched that. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm sure it's good. Sure. That's, that's, that's kind of sure. what I was like. You know what show really fell off for me hard was Empire. Oh, I never watched it either. I know what you're talking about, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to get back on it, but so far, like, season two. Atlanta, that? too. I, I need to get back into Atlanta. Atlanta, yeah. Atlanta was good. Well, the thing is, I was telling my brother, like, the break was too long, and I forgot about it. Yeah. So, like, when you have, like, a year and a half or a two-year-long break, I'm just, like, sitting there, I'm like, oh, shit, season two's out. I forgot about that shit. Isn't that what they were saying about, um... I haven't seen it, but Euphoria? That there was, like, going to be, like, a two-year gap before they dropped another season. And so everybody was like... What's the point? I gotta wait this long for it anyway. It's weird with Euphoria only. Like, shows, like, that have, like, that take place in, like, high school. Zendaya's, like, 25. Like, by the time <laughs> that show comes out, she's gonna be, like, almost 30. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've never seen the show, so I don't... What's that, like, yeah. what that one biker show? Then, like, what was it? What was it? The biker show, right? The biker. Oh, Sons of Anarchy? Yeah. Mm. It, did, it was really good. I loved it. And then one year, remember, like, all the writers went out to Atlanta, went on strike? Yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. And, yeah. And then it was, like, the shittiest fucking season. I was like, I can't watch this anymore. My dad dropped out of it when they went to Ireland. Because yeah, I remember was, he got yeah, a couple. I remember he called me. And, like, I was in the army at the time, and he called me. He was like, why the fuck are they in Ireland? I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, yeah. it, it was like, ring, ring. Hello? Why the fuck are they in Ireland? What? <laughs> What are you talking? And then, like a second later, I'm like, I don't fucking know. The season's weird, man. Just roll with it. It's just get. You can stop here. The next season's not much better. Like, if you want to stop, just stop. No, Nothing. Just stop. But then it's, I feel like it got better. Like after like three seasons after that, like I, I can't not knowing that I missed something. Just how I was like, I don't know where I ended up in Criminal Minds. Oh my god, I love Criminal Minds. That every time I just stop watching it, like. 
That's that show where you fall asleep to. And then you fall asleep and like, maybe I watched the episode, maybe I did it. You're going back and you're like, nah, I kind of remember this one. Yeah. Kevin so, and though, they don't really connect like that, though. A little though. bit. They're, They're all, now. like, different scenarios. Yeah, but the cast is different. Yeah, if, but I feel like you could miss a couple in between and it wouldn't really affect yeah, you for the next one. Yeah, like, why is, why is, like... Like why weird. is their drama happening? Yeah. Like the cast yeah. drama? Mm-hmm. The weirdest is like when you start a show with somebody and then you break up with them. Because I've had to go both ways. I've had to go one way where it's like, damn, this show doesn't hit the same. I've had to go another way where I'm like, oh my god, that show sucked anyway. I'm so glad. Like, I'm yeah. so glad I don't have to keep watching it. I pretend like it's good. Like, <laughs> I was watching Community. And I was like, it's not that funny after we broke up. But I remember getting a lot of head during it. <laughs> so like, so it was like, that's that. That's a good show. I was I just about to say, I feel that way about The Office, too. Like, that little jingle? Yeah. <laughs> I had more sex watching The Office than I could ever imagine. and alright. Yeah. Not in the 70s show. Like, are we there? Are you guys still there? It's like, kinda. <laughs> so, yeah. I love y'all. I should be off the same time. Really? Yeah. I used to host an office trivia night. Really? So, my, my do it again here. Have you guys done, like, a trivia night or anything like that? I, I we used done, to. We haven't done trivia here in a bit. We used to do it. Yeah. And then we just started up our Loteria night. So you can come play Loteria. You don't know what Loteria is? No, not Mexican. Like a Mexican bingo? I'm in. Let's go. <laughs> they now have the like millennial ones that are really funny. So they have like, you know, like your fuckboy and like the tweets and they have all these really funny ones. I, I, that's one really, really cool thing that I've been, the, again, the more I live, like I'm really in Phoenix. Growing up in Hawaii, that was one of the major groups that we didn't have a ton of was Latinos. Okay. Um, like the closest you don't thing. Community, bro. What's up? You don't need community. That's fair. I mean, I mean Puerto Ricans and Dominicans. I used to get Puerto Rican and Dominican a lot. Like, when I had like my my beard shaved, like, oh, are you Dominican? No. I could see that. Actually. Like this guy came up to me and started speaking Spanish. I'm like, I'll, I'll speak Spanish, dude. <laughs> and he, the, the funny thing was, he's like, you're a fucking disappointment, bro. Oh. I'm like, I'm not fucking Dominican, bro. He's like, are you Cuban? No. Are you Puerto Rican? No. He's like, are you Latino at all? No. He's like, my bad, bro. And I was like, he only stopped me because he needed directions and he never got the directions and he just like took off. I'm you like, do have a lot of Latin features. I, that's what I thought you were at first. Dominican is fun. Until that. you talked today and you said you were Hawaiian and then I was I'm like, Hawaiian. Hawaiian. My dad's black and my mom's white. I grew up in Hawaii. You grew up in Hawaii. I get a lot of Samoan and Hawaiian too and I'm like, no, not. It throws everybody off. It throws everybody off because yeah, I'm half black, half white, and probably some other shit in there too. Because um, yeah, my dad is of Swedish descent, so his great grandparents are Swedish. That's why like I have blonde, like like I have like, yeah, like some the lighter hair. hair uh huh. Yeah. Like it, nobody believes me when I say, but my mustache comes in blonde. And my beard comes. in I can blonde, see it. It's yeah. actually from like the reflection of the sun. Like mine, like sometimes turns red. So I used to have really light brown hair. Oh, that's like a Mexican thing, though. Your the, hair turns red, red before it turns white. That, I saw, <laughs> I didn't realize that was a thing until I started watching Canelo. Yes. And one of my friends was like, no, there's hella redheads in Mexico. Yeah. 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 So my friend's from Sonora. She, she, even today, she thinks I'm Mexican. So she'll send me, she'll send me stuff in Spanish. Like, on Instagram, she'll send me a message in Spanish. And I'll send her back a message in Spanish. And she's like, 
Why does it look like you use Google Translate? Fucking Bitch, spoiler I alert. <laughs> <laughs> I use Google Translate for this shit. I actually come from a massive Mexican family. And out of like my generation of grandkids, there's only six of us with my skin tone color. We haven't had any great great grandbabies of this skin tone color. My dad is one of fifteen, he's the only one with this skin tone color. All of my aunts, uncles, cousins, they have very, very fair skin, brown hair, blue, green, hazel eyes. Really? And then there's moi. <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> got a set, got a sunburn. <laughs> that was the coolest thing though, like when I like, when I see my mom with blue hair and all the blue eyes. Like, oh yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 Like, when I lived in Hawaii I got super dark my skin was darker than my hair at one point. I was like, yo! What? And then I moved here and it was purple. like, no, no, no more. Like, dude. if I stand in the sun, you'll start to see, like, shades of purple in my skin because I'm naturally so dark. You can see it now where it, like, starts to, like, color okay. change. Yeah. We, um, so in, in the black community, it's funny because we, we have, like, red bone and yellow bone. And, like, everyone really only knows red bone just because, like, you know, music and stuff like that. But, like, you can see certain black people have, like, a red tint to their skin and other people have a yellow tint to their skin. Mm-hmm. So, like, like that's why you hear rappers like say, "Oh yeah, I got a yellow bone." And it's like, "Oh, that's just a light skin." Yeah. Like, this is light I said it once, and I was supposed It's a weird. It's a weird thing that like. Yeah, but I was always around like black people, so like yellow bone was like a thing. Like. Um, it also depends on where you're at too, because yeah. like when I was living in the south, when I was living in the south, people were like, "Yeah, look, oh yeah, you yellow," and I was like, like because like like where where like where my family's from, like that's like. Yeah, like my black family, they're from Tennessee, so they're like, yeah. But like, to some people, it's like an insult. And I was like, man, that's fucking weird, dude. Well, I've never heard of it until right now. It's weird. People don't eat, like, it's Yeah, a like, very that's not a phrase thing. I know. I also. That's all. How are you? I also grew up in California. So, like, I grew up around a lot of Latinos. Like, a lot, a lot. We didn't really have a ton of Latinos in Hawaii. And the funny thing was, like, the closest thing to Latino anything we had was the fish taco place. <laughs> that was it. That was the only thing that was vaguely Latino. So like moving out here and learning those different things. Like, okay. I got a friend on the East Coast and he said that like he was talking about somebody and he was like, oh that Spanish dude. And the dude that he was talking about was a Puerto Rican guy. And on the East Coast, they say Spanish for anybody who speaks Spanish. So it's like and even like Dominicans will say shit like Oh yeah, you know, uh, I was talking to the Spanish dude. He's like, oh, oh, yo, he's from Spain, like, nah, he's from Brooklyn, but he's like Puerto Rican, and it's like, so it's different. Yeah, yeah. So like, I didn't know that that was a thing until like when I like really came out here, and they're like, no, dude, we're not fucking Spanish, we're Mexican, or we're. Um, my friend is, I think he's Salvadorian. Oh yeah, there's a huge rivalry with like El Salvador and Mexico. That, oh, uh, my friend who's, you know, my friend who um, was telling about like, you know, on the East Coast. He's Panamanian. Oh, but okay. he's like, but he's like black, black. And I'm like, so like, I'm like, yo, I, I'm like, yo, I thought you were black. He's like, yeah, there are black people in Panama. You don't know this? I'm like, no. How the fuck am I not? Like, it's yeah. like to me, to me, but to me, it's like when people say Asian, but it's like, okay, but who? Oh. Chinese, Vietnamese, Thai, Filipino, Korean. Korean. That's different. Yeah. And to me, like when people say Latino or Hispanic, it's like. Yeah, do you know how many countries that is? <laughs> like, yeah, like, I used to get really upset when I was younger and people would tell me I was Latina because I'm not from Latin America. I'm Hispanic. I'm Mexican. Well, 
I hate the word Hispanic. I thought, so, so someone told me that Hispaniola was what Spain was called. Yeah, so people say Hispanic. I have no skin in this game. From so. descendants of Spain to Mexico. Okay. But, like, for me, if someone's going to say anything, I am Mexican. I'm not Latina. I'm not from a Latin okay. anything. Like, I'm literally Mexican. I've, I've been here in Chicago, Chicago more. I've been here in Chicago more. It used to be Pocho. Yeah. You were Pocho. Chicago, the only reason I, not the only reason I know, but like my phone autocorrects Chicago's to Chicano. I'm like, they're both. <laughs> like, what's up? Like, what's up with the autocorrects? The opposite. Here? Yeah. I'm only like, they're both words. Like, they're both like. Where you buy your fucking iPhone? <laughs> Uh, what is it, one of the Mexican styles or something? That would be I go to Chicano and it says Chicago. Chicago. Oh, yeah, because I told somebody once, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm like, where's your family from? I'm like, oh, my family's from Chicago. And I didn't read it. So I said, my family's from Chicago. I'm like, oh, you're Mexican? I'm like, what the fuck so are you talking funny. about? And I looked and I'm like, oh, shit. Come on, let me see your settings real quick. <laughs> that it, it's very, so the funny thing is, I don't, I don't call myself African-American because I'm not African. I have African homies that are from Rwanda, Liberia, Nigeria, South Africa. I have those things. I'm not African. I'm black because black American is different than African. Oh yeah. And like when I went to Europe, that's when I really saw it. It's like, I was in, I was in Norway, I was in Norway. And this is during the World Cup and like right after Trump got away. So this guy, big guy comes up, and I kind of see him behind me, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. He's like, are you Colombian? Nah. Which, like, I was like, the fuck? And I was like, nah, I can kind of see how. Because yeah. I, I didn't have a beard at the time, or my hair was cut shorter. Alright, and this during the World Cup, so like, everybody's there. I'm like, nah. He's like, are you English? Nah, dude. He's like, are you American? Ah, shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm American, man. He's like, are you black? And now I'm like, the fuck? And I look up to him, this is big African dude. Like, I'm saying this is big African dude. Like, I'm looking up. I'm like, yo, this boy like six, 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 seven. And I'm like, yeah, I'm black. And he goes, puts his giant arm on my shoulder. He's like, then you're a Nigerian today, my friend. Come with us. <laughs> and it was cool, because like, we just partied with the Nigerians after the World Cup game was over. And it's like, but it's like that difference just because, like, even in Japan, I noticed, like, I'm out for a run. And uh, I, I never got any looks. The only time I got a look, I wore a shirt that said rugby, and the Rugby World Cup was in town, and I didn't know that. So like, that was it. That was the only time people were like, hey, is that guy? But um, I saw this dude, like day one, and we kind of like threw the head now, like, what's up bro, what's up? And then like the second day I see him again, I'm like, it's good man. And the third day he sees me again, he stops me, like at a, at a stoplight. He goes, hey my name, my name's Josh. Like if you ever need anything, and like just hearing that like in Japan. Yeah. People talking like they're in Atlanta. And it's like just like you would not expect that. And so I talked to a guy and he's like, yo, you gotta realize, man, you're gonna find people in every major city. He's like, I guarantee you right now I can find a dude from LA, I can find a dude from Philly. He's like, when you go to like a major city, everyone's gonna be represented there. And that's kind of what I see Phoenix could be. Yeah. It's like, you look at, like, uh, my dad went to Thunderbird after he got out of the Army, or after he got retired from the Air Force. Like, there's, like, hella Indian people here, and, like, Pakistani people, and, like, and I'm so, like, I'm seeing that, and I'm like, how many of those people stay? And then that's how you get, like, your dope-ass, like, Indian restaurants. 
and then you know you get those people, and then you get people who are like, oh man, like you know, um, the person who runs. Um, May. Yeah, I did not catch her name. May. Every time I say, I'm like, yo, and that's it. Like, <laughs> but um, May, like you have her, and she's like, I don't. Is she from Arizona? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really. She's from the west side. Really. So how does she get like? Because that's my favorite thing is like, how do you all get here, like to Arizona? She, um, I actually don't know her full story actually, but I know that she said that she grew up on the West Side. So I don't know if like her parents were already here. Like I actually don't know any of that. The story of how people get to Arizona is so interesting because like it's different than like LA or New York. LA or New York is usually like, oh, I want to go to a big city, and all right. But Phoenix is usually like, I know people are like, oh, I went to ASU. Yeah. And, you know, my, I'm, I met a girl here, and then even after we broke up, I didn't want to get rid of the apartment. I'm like, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, I think back in the day, Arizona was also the place you came because it was inexpensive, and it wasn't as expanded. So you would come out here and, like, live a quieter life than the city. This, It was always a city, but this was like a getaway city because it wasn't as loud, as obnoxious. There wasn't as many freeways. It's a lot cheaper to live here. That's why it's kind of cool to see, like, we were talking about the train to LA and oh, yeah. earlier. That would be perfect because, like, it kind of gives you everything you need. Like, this, that's why I love living out west. My friends, oh man, come back to these coasts. No. No. I, I no, don't. I love it out here. Yeah. I mean, I've been in Arizona going on 13 years, and I still feel like. Every time I meet somebody new that's not from Arizona, they teach me something about where they've been or a place they visited that was super cool. So that I went I to high been school to. here. I got here in 2008, graduated 2012, and then fucked off until 2017. <laughs> Just like bouncing across. Yeah. Like okay. Oh yeah, you're from. So you're from. Are you from LA? Or are you from? No, no, no. I'm from Santa Clarita Valley. I'm over by Simi Valley. Perfect. I went to, the first college I went to was Lancaster. Oh my god! That kind of Christian. <laughs> I'm not that person anymore. Okay, when, okay. Right when you say Simi Valley, I'm like, oh, she okay, knows. Okay, okay. She knows. But yeah, I'm not that. I'm not that person. That, so you know about. I do know, yes. Okay, okay. Definitely not what I would have ever pictured. Not that person anymore. I was I was talking to um, I was talking to somebody a while ago, and the way I see it is like I live I've lived different lives. Like to me, it's like like that life where Braven was like in Lancaster. Complete. I used to work at the Sheik Shoes at the Emerald Valley Mall. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that when people <laughs> are like, oh, you were really in California, bro. Oh yeah. Middle of it. I I broke up with her. No, I started dating her at a Griffith Observatory. Yeah, no, that's what, like <laughs> when I say that when I say that I was in LA, like like I we used to go down there like we weren't supposed to because you know why. <laughs> but at the same time, I was like, y'all want to go to Santa Monica? <laughs> like, who, who's got a car? Family. I've been out there a bunch more recently, like I go to LA fairly often, I'm supposed to be going out there twice this summer, and just seeing, like, I love the energy of the whole city, like there's always something yeah. happening, that's what I love about it. Um, when I was younger, so my parents were super strict, my parents were like, you gotta be home, like 9 o'clock, you're not going anywhere, so 
as soon as I could like figure out a way to get myself out of there and like go out to LA, I remember just how exciting it was to like walk Venice. It's like an hour oh drive gosh. out there though. Yeah, but I'll like, just sneak out for an hour <laughs> drive and like nobody called. You know, yes and no. I feel like maybe because you get used to it. Like I, I grew up in California, so like our drive meant it was nearby. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's yeah, like our drive wasn't anything Valley. bad for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, There's a I, I asked one. <laughs> I've told this story before. But like, yeah, I remember like sneaking off to Hollywood and doing like city walk, walking along Venice. Nobody believes like me when I say kids. the tourist shit in LA is so much fun because like it's meant to be. Yeah. Like I took my brothers, my brothers like, oh man, like I'm gonna do some local shit. No, we're gonna go to Universal Studios. He's like, why but Universal Studios? Because it's dope, shit. dude. It is. Like, it is. okay, I grew up right by Six Flags. Like Magic literally, Mountain? yes, the mountains right yeah. by Six Flags okay. Magic Mountain. So that that was my regular thing. Like we had short days from school and we would take the bus to Six Flags because there was nothing else to do. I had a mall and Six Flags. So I had to pick. Where was I gonna go? You had to pay full price? No, because back then. No, that season price used to be crazy. Dude, that season pass a season pass was thirty dollars when I was in high school. And it came with the flip book for free guest passes. So you got like fifteen free guest passes. And then they used to stamp your hand when you went in. So we would just get it damp and stamp the next person in. And that's how we let everyone in. I can guarantee you, I don't know how Six Flags is still in business. But they should have shut down. Evidence has a uh, video of Six Flags, actually. Oh, what? One of Evidence's videos from a solo album, it's at the X2 at Magic Mountain. All right. And me, like, like, when you know the geography, you're like, you're from Venice. You drove all the way out to fucking Six Flags. It's not far, though. I swear it's not far. That's true. But that, that Lancaster drive, like, when we were doing it before, was like... That's because there was nothing out there. No. I, that was out in the middle of nowhere. Now when I drive to L.A., I'm like, no, we are, we are in Hollywood. We are in downtown L.A. Like, I've been to a couple Lakers-Clippers games. I've okay. Been to, I'm, when I go next, I'm going to see a Swedish House Mafia. Well, my friend's got a wedding that she wants... She Her friend is getting married. And she's from the UK. She doesn't want to call me earlier. She called me and she's like, are you going to meet me in, in, in for this wedding? I'm like, I don't know, man. Where is it? She's like, it's in LA. I'm like, hold on. <laughs> is it in LA? She's like, it's in Anaheim. I'm like, not. And then I, I went straight to the LA local. It's not fucking LA. Yep. It's not even LA County. Like when people say, she's oh, like, I'm from no. LA. And I'm like, what part? And they start naming off all these different places. And I'm like, I'm not from LA. I'm so sorry, but you are not from LA. I love that argument of like, in New York you hear it too, Chicago, I've heard it a couple times, but Chicago calls it Chicago land. So they're like, if you're from like the city or Chicago, from the suburbs, the Chicago land. And the funny thing is, the suburbs stretch to Indiana. So there are people from Indiana, like, oh yeah, I'm from Chicago. And you're like, oh really, where? Like South Bend, you're like, you're from the fucking farms, dude. You're not from Chicago. Like, shut up. <laughs> well, you don't have that here in Phoenix. like. You don't have it where someone's like, like what's someone gonna say? Oh, I'm from Phoenix. Oh, really? Where are you from? Apache no, Junction. Like no. you don't. Yes, I actually hear that all the time. People claim where Phoenix over. Yes, really? they do. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, you hear that a lot. I actually. hear from Apache or Buckeye <laughs> or Glendale. Back in the day, I thought it was on Phoenix. Like, yeah, I, Phoenix. I still kind of call it Phoenix. Yeah, I live in Phoenix. We only had one area. Are you? So you're from here? I'm from here. I'm native here. Okay. So six two all over like I, oh really? Yeah. Even up to like Flag in Tucson? Yeah. Really? Really? Hawaii, Hawaii has all 808 for the whole whole state. Do they? Which is funny because there's different islands. Yeah. So it's like you call someone like we used to get call some people on Maui 
Like, hey, bro, I'm, I don't live on Maui, dog. <laughs> like, yeah. I live on Oahu. Don't call me. And then it was like that separation was 6 0 Yeah. That was like. So that's recent. Yeah, for the last 20 years, yeah. Hmm. I mean, LA, you got 3 1 0, and you got uh, Seattle 1. Because 3 1 0, I know, is LA, and I thought there was another one in Southern California, too. Like, because I don't think my, my friend in Pasadena has a free one. Uh, 818 is a valid area code. Yeah. Uh, 661. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I still have a 661 phone number. Yeah, I was going to say, that's close to the Inland Empire and stuff, though, right? Uh, no, Santa Cruz is right by Simi Valley. So, okay, you were talking about how, how, the drive, how the driving is. My dad, one day, he's like, hey, man, I need you to take me to the airport. And something in the back of my mind told me LAX, but I'm like, there's no way. Um, I'm like, which airport? Because, like, I'm thinking, like, either... Um, Burbank. No, 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 we were, in, we were here. Oh. So I'm thinking either, uh, was that Mesa Gateway uh-huh. or, or uh, Sky Harbor. Harbor. So he's like, LAX. And like, that part of my brain's like, fucking told you. <laughs> so I'm like, when do we have to be there? Because like, I'm not mad because it's like, it's LA. So I'm not like mad, but I'm like, it's kind of a long fucking drive. He's like, tomorrow morning. Ugh. My guy, it's like 11.30. <laughs> we have to start driving like now to get there. For, he's like, don't worry, we got a hotel already. Okay, that's cool, but like we can't show up to like it's 11:30 in the in the morning. Like we gotta leave now so we can get you to that hotel. Like, what? Did, yeah. The fuck? Tell me this yesterday. So whatever. We drive out there, and at the time I was talking to a girl that I knew from the college, and um, she kind of hit me up and she's like, "Hey, I miss you," and I was like, "I know what that means." <laughs> and um, I don't even think I told her I was in LA. I did that picture that everybody takes when they go to LA. You know when you go into LA. And there's the sign that says Los Angeles. You can see the whole city. Yeah. I did that stupid ass picture. I took that picture, posted that. And she's like, hey, you should come up and visit. I'm like, hey, I gotta drop off my dad at the airport, but I got you. And she's like, all right, cool, it's not too far. Cool. She, su- she shoots me the address, and it says it's a four hour drive. I'm like, no sweat. Four I'm- hour drive? I'm in LAX. Okay. And so I'm like, okay, it might take a legit hour, two hours to get out of the city. Because she's like, oh, I'm just north of LA. Cool, whatever, no big deal. So I'm like, okay, it might take me an hour to get out of the city. And I thought she was still in Lancaster, near Lancaster. I'm like, eh, it's not ideal, but like, I can do a Palmdale drive. That's not too bad. Whatever. And she said, like, when we were when we first met, oh, I live in, San- I live in uh, Southern California. Cool, whatever. So I start driving, and... Um, and I like, I'm like, huh, okay, this feels kind of far out. Like, I got through the city pretty quickly. And it still said, like, oh, you only have three and a half hours. I'm like, this feels far. And so I used to live in, in Monterey. When I was a really little kid, I lived in Monterey. Okay. And we used to go to church in Salinas. And we used to go to the Gilroy, to the festival in Gilroy, the, the Garlic Festival in Gilroy, and the Boardwalk in Santa Cruz. So I used to stay in Northern California for like a year. I'm driving, and I'm like, huh. I don't recognize this part of LA. Cause like, I'm past Beverly, Hood, uh, Beverly Hills, I'm past Malibu. I mean, four hours, I feel like you're past the valley. Like, you're up there. I started seeing signs for Salinas. You know where the, like, it has like the list of like, you know, like, like the three destinations. Yeah. It said like, um, oh, there's a bunch of fighters out of there. Uh, Temecula. It was like Temecula, Victorville. And I'm like, fucking Victorville. And then it says Salinas. I'm like, where the fuck am I going? I finally get up there, and she's like, I'm like, yo, where do you live? I thought you said you live in Southern California. 
She's like, yeah, I do. I'm like, no the fuck you don't. No. She lives in San Luis Obispo. Oh my god, right by Paso Robles. That's not Southern California. That is not. Imagine if somebody told you that they lived in Central Arizona and you're driving from like... It, know what it is? Imagine if someone told you that they lived in like Tucson. Yeah. And you're like, cool, that's a day trip, I can do that. And then you're they're like, oh, did I say Tucson? Oh, I meant, um, where's that base? Fort Huachuca. Yeah. Do you know where Y is? Y, Arizona, yeah. when you're going to Puerto Penasco? Yeah. It's literally like someone telling you they live in Peoria and you drive out to Y. Oh, like, like, uh, from like, <laughs> I li- uh, when I, I grew up in Anthem, or I grew up, I went to high school in Anthem. It's like that, it's like when they're like, oh yeah, you know who's in your region? Goldwater, you're like, that makes sense. Deer Valley, you're like, okay. And Kingman, and we're like, fucking Kingman. Why are we driving up to Kingman? They're like, you're the closest school. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, no, we're not. Flagstaff is up there. I drove all the way to San Luis Obispo. And the thing is, I had class the next day because I, I was like trying to go to, I was going to ACU at the time. I made it to class the next day on time. I spent the night, woke up. She was like mad at me for something that I'm not going into here. And um, I picked up, I drove back to LA, picked up some In-N-Out because it's way better in California and drove my ass back to Arizona. I walked into class. My friend's like, yo, you spent like six hours in the car. I'm like, spoiler alert. That's wild. So, 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 in and out tastes as shitty as No, 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 no. We are not going to have this fight today. Uh, You're not in and out, dude? That's fair. Oh, my God. People treat it like, people on Instagram treat it like, okay, now you're wrong. That you are objectively For wrong. What? No, that's a whole People on like, like Instagram guys treat in and out like it's like the Jesus of burgers. And it's really it's, it's the best good. thing you're gonna get for drive-through food. Yes. It's super fresh. Do you wanna know why In N Out has not expanded to the East Coast? They only deliver food where they can get it without freezing. Yeah. That's why they're they stay really close to the West. Why can't they, uh, they make your French fries? Their french fries are so fresh, they die soon if you don't eat them because it's literally sliced potatoes. They're not just throw the frozen anim- and I'm with you on that. Just throw the animal style on them. You'll be fine. That's what I do with them. That's why they don't last long because they're literally sliced potatoes in the fryer. Oh my gosh. But are you a Whataburger fan? Yes. <laughs> no. I used to live in Texas and I'm still like, mm. Actually, that I actually thought was pretty good because I when I was working on here, I drove by and I want to try it. Lenny's is actually pretty good. Oh, Lenny's is pretty good. Yeah. I was actually really surprised by Lenny's. Yeah, uh, fish and chips. Uh, Pete's. Yeah. No, was, uh, one of my friends told me about it. I haven't you haven't had, had Pete's? No. What? I, I just now in the past like two years started coming to the valley. Like oh into God. the valley because I, I lived in I so when I first got back I lived in Mesa off Broadway and Extension. Okay. And it's funny because whenever people say it, they're like, whoa, you lived in the hood? Stop it. Stop I it. live in Mesa. This isn't, this isn't like Compton. This isn't Cabrini Green. Don't stop it. Don't do that. Also, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> also, there are times when like, there are times when like, you look outside and you're like, is that a, is that a helicopter? All right. We just, we don't need to go out tonight. I never lived anywhere from Phoenix to Glendale. What part of it? Like close Glendale or like? 
way the fuck out by the stadium right now. Like, downtown Okay. Like, 59th. Like the whole area, like, so I'll say like the center of Mandela is like 55th and like Landau. That's like downtown Mandela. That's where I'm from. That's where I'm from. I could never. And then like Maryville, which is like 59th and like 50th. I used to, we used to run track against Maryville. Yeah. And then I moved over to more west, so I went to Valley back there. Oh, uh, my next door neighbor used to coach there. Oh, really? Who's your neighbor? Coach Houston, he was a football coach. Because, I mean, when you go on 7th, you can take 7th all the way to, uh, to Anthem. Yeah. Like, from down here, you can take 7th all the way to Anthem. So, if I had a really shitty day at work, I would do that. Because I'm like, I don't need it. Give me another 15 minutes driving home, man. Like, That's a lot. But, um, yeah, I used to, so I drove past Moon Valley. I, 9 times out of 10. Well, Moon Valley, that's the, that's the area. Oh, that's right. It is a yeah. different. So, Moon Valley High School is on 35th and Cassius. That's right. It is a different. Yeah. Yeah. Moon Valley is like, oh, like somebody's like, oh, we're just about to Moon Valley. It's like, oh, like, no, like, like, part of, but, uh, Cape Street. Yeah. And, like, Cape Street, Moon Valley, yeah. I don't know, so, like, I've been to, like, Peoria, Glendale, just kind of, like, passing or, like, had to make a stop, but there's a lot of sections that come off that I don't know, like, um, people right. talk about, like, we're surprised kids off, um, I've heard people say Sun City, and I don't think I've ever been to Sun City. You've got um, no reason to go to Sun City. What is the other no, one? Oh, yeah, you but... do. You ride a car? Oh, you ride a bike yeah. Sun City. Why? Yeah, for sure. Because it's all people community. Uh, so where is Sun City? Take Grand up to like 111. Keep, uh, you know where Arrowhead Mall is? Yes. Keep going a little bit further. Yeah. Okay. Um, so and Grand then... is what takes you through everything. Yeah, Grand yeah. literally, Grand Ave takes you to Vegas. Oh, shut up. You don't have to take it off Grand Avenue until you pass, like, fucking Lickenburg or something. So, yeah. So, it takes you, Grand takes you to, like, Phoenix, Glendale, Peoria, uh, Surprise, Youngstown, or whatever, like, Sun City, uh, and then all that shit. So, where's Funny Float? That's not by me. That's 19,000, like, more than, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, that's where my ex owned me up. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I know, I know. I've been, and I'm like, what the? Yeah. Get him out of there as soon as you can. Well, he's in Nevada right now, so. Oh, well, you got him out of there as soon as you can? You like living in the fucking. No. Well, like, what's possible, yeah? So, my family moved out there in 2012. 2008. Because they wanted to be in a place that was like good for kids. So I'm the oldest. So you gotta realize if I'm the oldest and You're I'm 28? Yeah. My brothers are 24 and 23. Okay. So this is 2008, this is 14 years ago. So I would be 13, 14, because we moved here right before I went to high school. So they're they were, you know, they're 10 and 9. So Anthem, if you have kids, I will say this, if you have kids, Anthem's fucking amazing. There's a water park, there's a pool, there's yeah, like five like, schools. Yeah, kids would be sheltered. Well, right, yeah, no that, that's true. You're, that's, now you yeah, see why I don't that, like it. You gotta have culture. That's why, like, I brought my kids out to downtown as soon as I could. My kids would like, go out and make coffee, like, you know, like. You're, you're exactly right. And that, that's what made me They're stop. safe, they grew up safe. 
probably get somewhat good education, but they're going to go out sheltered and they're not yeah. going to have a You're exactly yeah. right. You're exactly right. So that, the, but that was the thing. So like, my parents had never been to Phoenix. But it, when you're in the military, you don't know. They're just like, hey, Carlson, come here. We got your orders. And you're just like, where the fuck is this place? Like, I don't know. Google it. Like that's it. So, so my parents did some research because they wanted a place where they could like stay afterwards. And like I said, they didn't know. And this is 2008, so they didn't know like when you came to Phoenix in 2007, 2008, it wasn't this. Oh no. Because I was telling my, I was telling my mom about it. She's like, if this was around, we would have never gone up to Anthony. We would have kept you guys like closer to the city. So um, they, but they stayed up there, and I found some hard times when I lived in Mesa. Just some bad decisions I made, and some things that I kind of jumped the gun on. And um, one day I get a call from my mom, and she's like, "Listen, we've been talking about this forever. About how like if everybody pitches in, we can all help each other out." Come back, dude. Like, just come back, get your shit together, and do what you gotta do. Cool. So our whole family was back together. Like me and my mom, my dad, and my brother. And it's funny because like in Hawaii, that's very normal. It's a very American thing that like, oh you're 18, fucking kick rocks, dude. So like we stayed together and now it's like getting to the point where people are starting to split up and like I'm getting more like there's more stuff, but like Around 20, shit, I'd say 2019, yeah, 2019, I was not in the same place. Like, I just wasn't. So, like, now it's getting to the point where I'm like, okay, cool, like, let's see what else is out there. Phoenix is actually built up now, but the, literally the only reason I'm there, like, if my family wasn't out there, I wouldn't be out there. It's just, but, like, for growing up, it was, I mean, except for the culture thing, which is huge. There's no local business. My friend is only in local businesses up there. I got a couple friends that run that run some shops, okay. like some restaurants up there. So like if you remember, you might remember. You remember Roberto's, like the burrito place? Yeah. The one that was on Food Network. Oh yeah, yeah. I went to high school with him. Oh shit. Okay. So he moved up to Anthem. Like because I don't know why, but he moved up to Anthem, like right after the Food Network thing went crazy. Yeah. He moved up and he went to Anthem. So we have a Roberto's in Anthem. And then a couple months, a couple years ago, we got a Filiberto's. So he changed the company name because he didn't want people to get confused. But yeah, Roberto's Burritos, that was in fucking, like... We I had, mean, Anthem was cheap property back in the day. It was extremely cheap property back in the day. My parents got into a house for very, very cheap. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Like, like, it's... I also, uh, you'd be all profit now if you, if you sold it. It's all profit. You're good. But, I mean, it was different. So now, I don't think Anthem's going to get more culture. I don't think so. I think it might get more diverse. I'm starting to see more black people there. Still not a ton of Mexicans or Latinos out there, like, at all. Yeah, everything is expensive. You can't open up a shop or, like, a store. Have you been to the outlets up there recently? Oh, my gosh, it's been years. Almost empty. Yeah. I bet. I used to go to Mexican Valley, like, once a week. I should drive through there. That's what my auntie is. Oh, is it? Yeah, I said I didn't have my membership on there for tattooing. What, uh, what was the shop? Uh, Electric Dino. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I was like, yeah, this place, I think it looked open. But, I mean, there's a little shopping there with, like, a good, I mean, you had some cool stuff. You had, like, a Nike and a van, so you could, like, pick up some cool shit, but, like, if you had, 
Arrowhead or anything like that, why would you? Yeah. Man, I haven't been an Arrowhead mall forever. Uh, you know where I went to actually that I was surprised to see was like actually popping because they lied to us for like 10 years? AZ Mills. Arizona Mills has always been bad. Man, I, I was at AZ Mills a couple weeks ago and I was like, not like popping, popping, but like there's people. There's always people in there. I worked at Arizona Mills for three years. And it was just. Hi, Desert Sky. When I actually came to Arizona for the first time, we didn't know what we were doing or where to go. And so we looked up mall because it was hot as fuck. And we were like, just find any fucking mall and let's go inside and get some AC. We ended up at Desert Sky. And my mom walked in. Oh my god, I forgot my camel. She walked in and she was like, are you, are you sure you want to go to Phoenix? Like, this is where you want to be. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is great. Is it Costco there? Uh, no. Oh, no, no, no. But, oh my gosh. I I remember us going into Desert Sky and being like, is this what the malls in Arizona are like? <laughs> like, this is not what I Well, even like know. Fiesta Mall, when I lived in, um, uh, in, oh in Mesa. Oh my God, Fiesta Mall. Like, that place is fucking empty. I wonder how much it Our costs. Or Metro Center. Metro yeah. Center, just like... Have you seen what they're doing up there? No, I haven't. They're building a bridge. Oh yeah. Over, over like by Metro Center. What I think they're gonna do is like all those shops, like it's like what, like an Outback and like a bunch yeah. of like restaurants like that. I think they're trying to connect those because they're Shut starting to clean that area up. up so you could like walk it. I think so. I think that's their plan. They're starting to clean it up. up there. That's weird. Well, Metro Center was like before its time. Like when Metro Center had like the arcade and then. You walk in and like there's an arcade. Oh no, there's a skating rink before. I worked at Metro Center when I first got here. Did you work at Metro Center? I worked at Charlotte Reese. Now it's everything. Yeah. <laughs> 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 had a skating rink, an arcade, and dude, I, I think the first time I fingered a girl was at Metro Center. Oh my god. Alright. We got fingered her. <laughs> in the arcade. Like, we were just high school, like, this school, and we were fucking Metro Center. So that was the place to be. Like, we go at night, just cruise. Like, even, like, castles and coasters. And I went for the first time, like, a couple years ago with my brother and his fiance, and I was like... And it's funny, because, like, you are talking about the thing, how Anthem is, like, the way that they talked about that place, and, like, part of me is spoiled, because it's like, you know, we had, like, in Hawaii, we had, like, we just go to the beach. Yeah. But, like, we go to, like, Hawaiian waters, which is, like, wet and wild, but, like, way bigger. And, like, when we went to, and, like, my family, they're from Chicago, so they're like, no, when we went to an amusement park, we went to fucking Six Flags. Yeah. No, saying, like, yeah. like, oh, like yeah. and so, like, they made it sound like if you went to Metro Center, like, you might get stabbed there. Which, like, <laughs> you might, but, like, at, like, castles and coasters, nobody's like, relax, guys. I've never been, because when I first moved to Arizona, I was so disappointed. I wanted that. I wanted the thrill in a music park. And I said, all right, what's in Arizona? And someone said, castles and coasters. What the fuck? Well, you want to throw a Boomer Marathon, man. Nah, I'm good. That's not the kind of thrill I'm looking for. <laughs> they have gotten a lot better. I, what what makes me mad is like how they've set up the cities. To me, Medieval Times, because I'm a child and I love Medieval Times, because we used to go when, whenever we go back up to Chicago. You haven't been? We have one in California, so we used to go all the you time. You gotta go, dude. It's, it's the... I've only ever since I saw the Garden State. How old are your kids? Uh, eight or six. Perfect, yeah. Yeah, perfect. They, yeah, it's yeah, you perfect. don't know his kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like six years old, got cool. Yeah, and my eight year old just mini version of him. Yeah, basically. Like, 100%. Part of me should thinks that your eight year old would really, would really like it. It's spectacle. Yeah, I think she would it's like all it. spectacle. I think she would like it, yeah. It's all like just like it's very, it's, it's wrestling. Yeah. It's basically wrestling. But like, 
they should have built that in Glendale. Because, like, there's nothing to do outside of, like, all the, all the, um, so, like, the stadium and stuff. So, when you think about things like that and, like, where they go, you think about who's going to pay to go. You put that in Glendale and you're either going to bring down your price or you're not going to get people to go. Because, do you think that Scottsdale's making up for that? Like, I've never yeah, seen it like that. because think about Scottsdale and like what your parents in Scottsdale do versus what your parents in Glendale do. Your parents in Glendale, they do Glendale Glitters, park events, free oh, entry, all that Yeah, like yeah, no, no, But yeah, up in Scottsdale, your I mean, parents like, are like, Westgate, oh, you want to go to the aquarium? When you go to like, Westgate, like, there's nothing... Yeah, you can't. You can't. You can't afford it. As much as that area is nice, anybody that you know that is living in one of those nice homes, they don't have the money to go spend at a nice mall because they're paying off their home. I've always, like, the arguments between the cities over, like, the sports teams has always, like, fascinated me. About sports teams? Yeah, because, like, okay, you being from California, you know, like, up until, like, this year, the Lakers, the Clippers, and the uh, Kings all shared in arena. So, like, why do we have a hockey arena and a basketball arena? And, like, you don't need it. Like, I feel like that spreads everybody out when it's like, okay, cool. I want to go to, I'm, if I'm a baseball and a football fan, I got to go all the way to fucking Phoenix from Glendale. Or I got to go all the way to fucking Glendale from Phoenix. And it's not like there's a train, you know, like the light rail. It's not like it takes you out there. But it's, like, that sense of adventure. Like, I remember when I we used to go to Dodgers games. Like, the Dodgers stadium isn't too far from where I live. But it was that really cool thing of, like, oh, shit, like, we're going to go to L.A., we're going to go to a Dodgers game, like, something we didn't really do often. And, I mean, if we wanted to go do something else, like another sporting arena, like, it just takes you from location to location. You don't You're talking about places where you might get jumped, a Dodgers game, but you might get you might get beat up at a Dodgers game. Who? I've seen people get beat up at Dodgers games. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I've never seen any, you know, it's funny, I was, me and my brother went to go see Gorillas, and we were in Inglewood uh, at the Forum. And uh, we saw a place that just said chicken, and it was packed. And we're like, and my brother's like, he's very like low key, and he's like, yo, we should probably go there after the concert. Like, yeah, maybe. And it got really, really dark, and he's like, so do you think we can still go to that chicken place? And we drove by, and there's like bars on the windows and doors. We're like, you ever been to Pink's? Not yet. Not pink. yet. I know. I know. I know. Pink's hot dogs? Yeah. Next time I go out, I'm planning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you ever in San Diego, you gotta go check out Hodad. I've had Rock and Baja in San Diego. I, I, I don't I think I've been there. Hodex has those like stupid, insane, like, uh, they're like novelty burgers. Like, I swear to you, they're like this like big. Rehab burger? Like, no, like legit, like this Rehab big. Burger has places like that. Really, I haven't been to Rehab Burger, yeah. but like their stuff is super cool and they believe in like community tables. They've got like surfboards everywhere and that's just like the tables you sit at. I would kind of love to see the community table. I, it might work here, actually. It might work here. But like, just in general in Phoenix, I kind of want to see how that would go. They have them at. Yeah. The wilderness. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. They do. I mean, we probably do the same thing when we get like DJs and events. We just gotta mush everything yeah, together. So just like find the seat anywhere you want. Get in where you fit in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the one thing that I that I've kind of fallen in love with with Arizona is that first of all, there's a lot of DJs here, but like, and everyone's got like, hey man, like just come through and just spend some shit. Like, yeah. Like let's just we'll, we'll figure this out later. Like just fit yeah, in. Yeah. Man. So, I'm not sure if you guys know, we've gone for an hour 50. <laughs> I have people always like, oh, I've never done a podcast before, I, like, are we going to actually, like, how long can this go? I'm like, yeah. you'd be surprised how long people yeah. talk. Yeah, oh yeah, you just start like talking. Podcast. Yeah, for real. But, um, so did you guys have anything to plug, anything that you guys want to, like, 
You guys, I know you guys got the new menu. Yeah. And I know that you guys got almost not a new restaurant per se, but kind of with uh, a whole new vibe. I think yeah. with all our new employees, kind of got. Um, and we're in the process of remodeling this whole place. Like we're doing a whole remodel outside. Uh, inside we have new paint. So more to come for you too, yeah. But like we're looking at like new cocktails to match our new food. I mean, you know, the tide feet at night, more events. Oh, we might have you on events. We got some ideas. The the people I'm working with, we got. You definitely got to come check out Thursday nights where May does her tie dance party. She's got a DJ that comes in here and it's just like the best beats, real good music, real good energy. Uh, We have that Norteño show coming up. Yeah, yeah, I saw you post that. Definitely for that. Loteria on Tuesday nights. What's on Tuesday? Loteria nights. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so you'll have to come check that out. But, I mean, we're always on to something. And, like, we love last-minute gigs. Like, if someone hits us up and they're oh, like... Oh, we got some ideas for that. Yeah, let me know. Let me know. I had a guy from Portland who was here for the weekend, and he was like, I just want to showcase some music. He was phenomenal. And he just set up right here and invited people that he knew in Arizona. Cool. And we all got to hear him out, and now we've got a connection in Portland. So... Yeah. Love all that stuff. That's really good. We'll talk a little bit more after about like you know the the crew of people that I have, but we're looking at all sorts of crazy events and like really, really doing some big stuff. Yeah, yeah, we're always down for it. You gotta let us know if you need us to like separate anything. Want to do something private? So we probably should introduce ourselves for this. I'm at Joe Bot Coffee right now in in downtown Phoenix. Spoiler alert at the end, at the very very end, but. I probably should have, I am, maybe I'll edit this at the top or something, I probably should. I'll leave it like this, the surprise. Yeah, because that edit, I'm like, now I gotta like listen back and I'm like, shit, no, that's not it. <laughs> but I'm sitting here with Pablo, Yeah. and so I've seen you do the ice cream, what else do you do? I do a lot. Besides like just general. Um, well for here, I mean, I do the ice cream, I do a lot of the social media marketing, all okay. the events, um, and kind of just like be the right hand man, whatever they need. I mean, I help with uh, down pick stuff, doing their menus, doing like helping the clothes. Um, yeah, I'm kind of like a gopher. I do, I, I go get like the supplies when needed. Like, I go to the Mexican candy store to get like shit. You just handle it. You just handle it. I just have to get You're the fixer. Me, hey, I need this done, so I'm gonna die. Um, but I've been here on and off for like the last seven years. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I brought on that here. Not think that she was gonna be my boss. <laughs> I literally brought her in to like help me out. I had the ice cream spot. Because we opened up the ice cream at Yeah, funny story. I was hired to do part time scooping at the Pemberton. I think that's the first time I actually like yeah. talked to you, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. But, at the yeah. Pemberton. That's all I was supposed to do. And then I was like, hey, yeah, we need some help at the Bell. I drove by, like, maybe, like, bring her over there. And then literally, like, a month later, like, they're, like, I'm calling her a boss. <laughs> like, she could fire me if she wanted to. So I'm the one that brought her in just to leave me some ice cream. It'd be your own people, man. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm <laughs> That's what I'm learning with the company that I'm working on is like, part of me is like, no, this is my baby. And I want to like, I want to run it. And then it was like, if you want to build a community, you can't control it. Yeah. You just have to trust these people. And like, let's be real. Like you're usually, your, your, your people are going to watch out for you. Yeah. But like, that's the thing that I had to learn was like that trust of like, I still don't trust that. I feel like she can no, throw no. me under the bus anytime. I, 
Well, there's, the, there's <laughs> levels of trust, too. There's levels of trust, too. There's like, yo. There's like, yo, they would probably watch my backpack if I asked them trust. And like, yo, you're, I'm, you're my god. Like, you're the godfather of my son. Trust. Like, yeah, yeah, like I like I love my friends. I don't know if any of them might be like, yo, man, if I had a kid, would you watch it? Like, there's like maybe two people that'd be like, you're responsible. All my other friends are like, no, there's a reason we're friends. Dog. No, I still have people that, like, I think like I'll never let you watch my kid. You're a fucking idiot. But I also have two fucking kids. I live that life. Like, I just, I mean, I think this is my persona. I think people don't, even, people don't even, they get surprised when I tell them I have kids. You know what I mean? Or the they only, get surprised that I have old The only reason I was surprised about the kids was because, like, you usually see someone running around. Like, you usually see, like, you know, like, local places, people always, like, have their kids. It's like, oh, hey, my kid's over there doing homework. Like, I haven't seen that from you. You haven't been here, but they call it the kids' corner. Because John, our owner, has a 12-year-old daughter who chills here, 16-year-old daughter who chills here. I have a two-year-old who chills here. Um, some of our DJs bring their kids in. They chill here. <laughs> so you said surprise how old, how old you are. Yeah. Now that you, I was thinking maybe early to mid-30s before, but now that now that you said that, 37? Yeah. Right on the money. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking like maybe like 32, 33, I could kind of see. Yeah. Now I let my canas grow out. Let my white hair grow out. Everyone wants that daddy feel, you know? Like, oh my God. You know what I mean? Someone told me that, so I, I've been trying to lose weight for a while. I'm like, I'm, I'm hitting that goal actually pretty quick. I was way bigger before. And one of my friends was like, hey, so like, can you not get too skinny though? I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, well, you know, they, like, you're, you're fun to hug. And I'm like, Dude, that's my biggest fucking issue. Okay. <laughs> Those teddy bear hugs. Oh my God, right. You can go away. Well, like seven years ago, yeah, seven, six years ago, I lost 100 pounds in less than a year. Because I was getting married. So I was like, oh, that's my goal. I'm going to lose 100 pounds. I did it, kept it off, and then had like really bad depression after like that's four more. So, like, and then, yeah, I like, gave it all back. And, and everyone was like, dude, I miss, like, I hated skinny problems. I was a fucking asshole. You know what I mean? I was really girlfriends left and right. Like, I had to give a fuck. <laughs> but, like, nowadays, like, 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 I still don't have an issue getting girls. But I was like, dude, you don't want me fucking skinny. You know? Like, I'm a fucking asshole. Like, I can see you going right now the way I look. What I realized is, like, when I'm, like, down to, like, skinny Braven, it's not going to be skinny Braven. It's going to be, like, yo, Braven still lifts, bro. Yeah. Well, no, I put it I was, I was lifting a lot. So I wasn't, like, skinny, skinny. I don't want to be like bro dude either. Like there's some like like dude part of me that's like the spicy food. I'm like, but like I don't want to be like that dude who's like, no, your problem is bro, not enough protein, bro. I don't want to be that guy. That guy fucking sucks. I was paleo. I was that oh, guy. Oh, you were that guy. I was that guy. I, I tried like, paleo I and then I just smashed like a whole thing of like yeah. Cheesecake Factory bread. Dude, that was, and I was like, alright, that's gone. Dude, that Fuck was, that. that. Was I was like, my dinner was literally like five sacks of like beef patties, lettuce, cheese. That was my shit, but I was going to the gym twice a fucking day. And like, I was doing like pre-workout, post-workout. You still, you still work out? I want to. But then again, 
if I want you to get laid, yeah. I can't lose weight. It won't be fair for y'all. <laughs> no, I did tell my friend, I'm like, listen man, when I get skinny, I'm stealing everybody's girl. I just want them to know that. About me. He's like, nah, he's like, you will not. I'm like, ah! So that mentality for me started like as a kid, because I was bullied a lot. I was bullied a lot, I was openly bi in high school, like, I got my ass beat so much. That my oh, openly bi in high school, and that, that would have been like almost 20 years ago now. Yeah, so that was like 2000. Wow. Yeah, and that was like, people did not fuck with that shit. I, was, I didn't give a fuck because I got more pussy that I came out when I was five than I did when I was straight. And I was in high school and everyone wanted it. Like, oh, he's so different. My, my friend. My friend, um, he was, he, he, we were talking one day. This was like sophomore year. And he's like, yeah, man, if I come by, I can have twice the action. And one of my friends goes, but two times zero is still zero. <laughs> <laughs> That's double the rejection, baby. Oh, my God. But, I mean, I, I was, I, it's, very, it's very interesting because, like, we were talking, me and my a buddy of mine were talking about this on a podcast last year. The words that we used to say in high school. We don't say anything. And like, it really hasn't been that long. Yeah. Like, I mean, now, like 10 years, it's kind of a long time now, but like, we kind of cut that out of our vocabulary. Like, probably in the army, and, I, like, completely, and that would have been 2014 when I completely stopped saying like, cause like, if you remember, people used to let that shit fly. Oh, yeah. Would they come with that word? Yeah. So this day, I never said it out loud. And that's how I was, I think once when I was, referring to something like when somebody else like that word and but i've never said that word isn't it weird that like like i can't even i can't even like that shit was on my tv i can't even feel it like enunciated in my mouth it's weird i haven't like it's been so long since i've even like you know how like eminem said it so yeah that's what i'm saying like Like, go ahead and rap let a rapper say that today you're gonna be like whoa yeah i was listening to like dmx and like some multiple rappers and i'm like I heard one song where Pharrell said, I'm like, Pharrell, wash your mouth, dude. <laughs> you know? How many years? Yeah. Like, imagine somebody like Tyler, the creator. They would not have been around in the moment. Oh, no. But he's not even said it. Yeah, and he's bi, which is, or maybe gay. No one, I love how, like, he said it so many times that no one cares. Yeah. Like, just, <laughs> like, what's Tyler doing? Probably stealing somebody's, he hangs out with ASAP. He's probably stealing somebody's girl, man. Like, yeah. Rocky probably stealing somebody's girl, too. Like, that's dope, bro. It, it's very... I, I don't know how to say it, but like, when you hear like, yeah, I was openly by 20 years ago, you're like, fuck, dude. Like, that takes some courage. People don't realize yeah. how much courage that, like... But I, mean, I, I mean, it was like a whole family thing, too. Like, my mom sat right there, like... Like, they knew. My mom knew. My mom thought I was gay. But I was pussy, so... But I also love the idea of, like, being with a man. Like, I could never be in a relationship with a dude. Okay. You know what I mean? But I can be like, fuck around with some, you know, here and there, whatever. But I, I can't, yeah, it's with a girl. I, I've been, I really, the older I get, the less I feel that, like, I think that there are some people that are, like, I think people have their preferences. Which is one thing, like, your preference, I'm not gonna, whatever, like, do what you want. But, um, as long as it doesn't hurt anybody, which consent is, a number one, like just get that, take that. But like, I kind of wonder too, because I I know people who are in um, polyamorous relationships, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, my thing with that is like, 
<laughs> my, my, not my beef, but like, somebody's like, would you ever do that? I'm like, I don't think I communicate well enough. Like, I'm the, I'm the kind of dude that, like, if I see a text and I'm like, yeah, that's great, but there's like four minutes left in this Bulls game, so like, you know what I mean? Like, See, I, my thing is, like, I'm so terrified of, like, if I have a girlfriend, but then I see some girl walk by, and I'm like, no, now I want to talk to her. Oh, I want to fuck her. But, like, with me, I can separate sex and emotion. That's like, I, not a lot of people can do that. In my head, I don't think that, have, that having sex with another person is cheating, unless I fall in love with that person. And that's where the communication comes in. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you're, if, if someone else that you're with is on the same page, then cool, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. As long as everyone's healthy and communicating, like, it's fine. Like, I've, I've been with, like, relationships with, like, girls I used to work here, too. Like, you know, all the relationships. It's like, hey, as long as, like, we don't fuck with anybody in our same circle, they're good. Because I don't want to go, yeah. I don't want to go to Cobra and this guy pointing laughing at me, knowing that he fucked my girl. Because I'm going to beat the shit out of him, even though... We're in a relationship, don't, I don't want to bring you around in my circle. Like, you go do what you guys do somewhere else, I'm going to do what I do somewhere else. I knew a couple in the army who they were open only when he was deployed. Interesting. Which got really sketchy because what ended up happening was that someone fell in love with her. And when homeboy came back from a deployment, dude was still there. Yeah. And even the wife was like, hey, no, this is... But it's like, so they... It, Yes. Yeah. We had a couple in here a couple weeks ago where she was out here on vacation with her boyfriend because her husband was on vacation with his girlfriend. There is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Listen, it was like, to me, like, this is like, I even told you, like, yeah. and it's like, this gives me hope because they're older. And this really? gives me so much Yeah, they're like an older, mature happy. couple. Yeah. And they were happy with their out in their life. You know what I mean? They, they met each other, and then they go off in their own ways. You know what I mean? Like, they don't live in the same city, right? but when they are together, they're amazing. Like, it gives me so much hope. I do have a friend who only calls me when they're single, and it's funny because, like, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I have a lot of stuff. Like, I, I tell people, I quit my job, so I took out one thing in my life, and I just packed it in with, like, four more things that I can, like, barely handle. So I'm, like, just kind of like, 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 all right, man, like, it's kind of like, like, when, like, like when you zip, a, zip up a suitcase, and you're just like, just fucking pull, all right? Just fucking chill. So for me, like, because I've had people say, oh man, we're not in a relationship. Like, listen, dude, let me get this business set up to where I want it to be. Let me get my own place. Let me, let me drop another, like, 50 pounds-ish. Like, let me get some abs showing, and then we can, you know, but, like, for me, and that, that's the hardest thing is, like, I'm a Pisces, and so, like, I don't, don't want to be, like, listen, we're a mess, we, and we know. No, oh yeah, no, y'all are different. Yeah, no, y'all, are, yeah, y'all are a little bit different. Yeah, y'all, y'all are a little bit different. But like, for me, it's one of those things where it's like, listen, I don't want to waste your time. So if you are like, yo, when I'm in the city, like when I'm here and you're here, we're we're cool. Yeah. Like I was kind of doing that with somebody a little bit ago, where I was like, I'll come out. I thought I saw my brother. So what the fuck is he doing here? Um, no, no, no. My, my brother wears a backpack, and I saw a reflection of somebody with a backpack. So I'm like, what? No, not that guy. I'm not that guy. But like, <laughs> that's a cracker they say in Hawaii from Bali. Meth in Hawaii. Yeah, oh my yeah God. they love crystal meth out there. Dude, I, I did meth in high school. Yeah, I was addicted. It was like six months. Nothing crazy. No, that's a, but no, the fact six that months. Yeah, every day. 
six months. I'm gonna get out. The thing that surprised me the most about your story is how many things that it's like you've done. You only did for like a little bit. It's like yeah, I did that. Wasn't my vibe. And you're like, yeah, yeah. That? He hobbies very hard. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. I mean, but. If that's what's cool to do, I'll definitely do it. You smoke? We don't. It's anxiety. That's my favorite thing about stories like that. I love, like, oh, no, man, we make me paranoid. You're like, what? I mean, it got to the point where, like, man, was getting me paranoid. Like, I'm being followed. I think I was being followed, I'm pretty sure. But, like, the, when I stopped, like, I had this weird out of body experience. Remember that? There was a third. But there's this uh, Toys R Us by Metro Center back in the day. And I, and I saw myself at this Metro Center at the back of it, next to a dumpster, smoking with my boy and this homeless guy out of toilet paper. Mind you, I had a, a brand new truck. I had a full time job. I was going to high school. Good family. There's nothing for me to be in this situation besides liking the I mean, I had it and I saw myself. Like, I can't get out, saw myself, came back in. The next day, like, I said, fuck yeah, everybody in my life. It's like a spiritual thing almost. That sounds like almost like an ego death. I think I had it after yeah, that basically is legal mind. Yeah, that pretty much is legal mind. Yeah, but I haven't took Adderall in like seven months. They put me on antidepressants when I was in the army. And I hated them because like, I was like jittery all day. Then I crashed at like two, so like nothing was getting done. I was like, this sucks. <laughs> and my friend's like, but you know what's funny? I was on, um, I, I got hurt pretty bad when I was in the army. And uh, just a training accident, but they had to like do surgery and stuff. They gave me Percocet. So I had a concussion, then they gave me Percocet. That's why I don't do Percocet. Because you shouldn't do fucking Percocet when you have concussion symptoms. Because your brain goes just as far left as it can. But um, my buddy was going to Tomorrow World, which is a music festival in Belgium. And we never locked our doors. So, because like, we were cool. Like, our, me and my, they call him a sweet mate, but that sounds weird to say. Like, like, like a roommate. Yeah, but like, somebody's like, yeah, I'm your sweet mate. And I'm like, no, I think you're my roommate, bro. <laughs> like, I mean, like, no one liked that word, and I think that's why people kept saying it, because, like, no, dude, it's weird. But, um, we never locked our doors, because I left, like, my key, I left my key in there all the time. So he was just like, bro, I'm not locking it, fuck it, just coming through my, like, alright, cool. And, uh, one day I went out, and I knew he was leaving, so, like, we were all chilling out, and I was like, alright, man, peace. And I left, and then he, he was leaving the afternoon, I left in the morning. And I came back, and my Percocet wasn't there anymore. And I was like, I wasn't going to use those shits. Well, Live your life, brother. <laughs> Live your life. I hate it. Some people tell me it was an upper, right? It's a painkiller. Well, for me, it was a painkiller because, but I only smoke weed. I might do, I'm, I'm interested in shrooms and some psychedelics, but I only smoke weed. You know what it is? I, um, so when I was in the army, I, I was just saying, I, I got to, I had to get surgery. And um, I, they put me on morphine. And I mean, just standard surgery shit, right? So I'm on morphine, and um, they shoot me up with it. I'm like, all right, whatever. And I'm watching a hockey game. Like, I'm flipping channels, I like, get my neck sewn together. Like, you can still see the scar. 
somebody sitting there and I'm like flipping channels and uh, I found a hockey game. And I'm not necessarily a huge hockey fan, but my family's from Chicago, the Blackhawks are playing, might as well watch this shit. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, wow. And my girlfriend at the time, she's like, can you feel that? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. And they put some on me. And I'm still up. It's like the third period. Like, I've watched pretty much the whole game at this point. And I'm like, and I'm quiet. And I'm like, at the end of it, fuck yeah, we won. And the doctor's like, are you awake right now? I'm like, yeah. He goes, dude, we put enough morphine in you to fucking put a horse to sleep. And he's like, how are you awake right now? I'm like, I don't fucking know. I don't know. So after that, I was like, okay, if I got that high of a drug tolerance, and I don't know if that's true, they're like, oh yeah, we could have put a horse to sleep with her. I don't know if that's true, but I was like, let's not even risk it. Damn. And then when I was like, when they put me on the Percocet stuff, I got really depressed, tried to kill myself. And it was just like, or the antidepressants like going off and on, because like, it's not standardized. It, it, they try to do it in the army, but like, it takes three weeks for you to change your brain. Yeah. And like, I, I tried to kill myself like in those three weeks and I was like, it's not fucking worth it. Whatever I need to deal with, let me just handle it. Because best case scenario, like my friend's like, yo, you're either gonna be like a big angry bear or like a sad, depressed bear. And I don't wanna deal with an inebriated bear. <laughs> so, that's fair. And so for me, I was like, yo, let me just smoke it. Like smoking weed, I've never been in a bad spot. The most I'm gonna do smoking weed is buy way too many gummy bears. <laughs> just eat a bunch of fucking gummy bears. Like, that's gonna be me, like... <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah, I've heard that really Oh, listen, bro. 30 million What are you doing? Oh, bro? my God. I didn't know. I did 100. I did 100 one time, and I was gone for, like, a day and a half. My God. I had a body experience. I had no idea what I was doing. I couldn't Edibles don't fuck around. No. I, I was so big. I, okay, super new to the game, okay? You're not telling me that you didn't smoke weed in California of all places. I mean, yes, but like, you know... It's a little bit different when you have to like buy your own stuff. And, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I, I was married, so like my life was different. I have a two-year-old, like things just kind of changed. So like it's been a very, very long time for anything. And to not be told, I fucking scarfed that shit down like nothing. I just said it's cool. My dad did that one time. My God. He ate an entire bounty. It was like 100 milligrams. 50, 50 milligrams. I think it was 50 milligrams. No, last time, so last time I, I took like a really strong edible. I took it and Sativa and Indica do two very different things to me. Indica puts me on my fucking ass. Sativa, I'm like, talk about that later. Sativa, I'm a little bit different of a mood. And um, I, I remember like everything, like I was cool, I was chilling, I was playing like video games. And eventually I was like, just sitting there watching Grand Theft Auto but not playing it, just like looking, I'm like, oh, I'm high as shit, I can't be doing nothing out here. So I like turned on a movie like, or something like that, went to sleep. The worst part is that I woke up and I got out of bed too fast and I'm like, I'm still fucking high. And so I had to go with my mom to breakfast. I didn't have to, I went with my mom to breakfast. Cause like we said, oh yeah, you know, I'll take your breakfast, but I took way too many milligrams. I was just trying to go to sleep, I took way too much. And we were driving. And I don't remember getting dressed or showering. I just remember being in the car ready. And I'm like, and my mom's like, can you drive? And I'm like, well, she's like, no, you can't. And she's like, so I didn't tell anybody like what's going on. I just, you know, smoked weed, I thought. And I'm like sitting there and I'm like slumped over, like I'm dying. 
and I remember my mom rolled down the window and I breathed in fresh air. So if ever I'm a little bit too high, like I'm like, let me go get some fresh air. So I, I just breathed in, I'm like, hey mom, and she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like just like that. She's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, so you took an edible last night, didn't you? I'm like, yeah. She goes, did you eat one of those whole brownies? I'm like, yeah. She knew. She's like, can you never do that again? So I, I, I never take anything that big because like, I don't like being stoned. Yeah. Like being a little bit lifted and being a little high, like that's why I have the pen. It's cool. But like being stoned, where I'm just like ass out on the couch now. No, no, never again. <laughs> never again. But wow, it is. Yeah, we've been going for a minute. Hey, it was awesome. It was absolutely awesome. So did you? Where can they find you? The Melt Phoenix. Yeah, uh, I mean, you can follow us on Melt, uh, PHX on Instagram, uh, Joe Buy Coffee on Instagram as well. Um, and we're on Thursday at Roosevelt. We're closed Mondays. We're here every other fucking day, though. Cool. You can find one of us here at all times. Awesome. Always. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, appreciate it. I'll get this up. I this was up. single at the time, so ladies and gents, <laughs> she's single, I'm single. If you remember, I wasn't, I cheat. Listen, hold on. Yo, yo, listen. Talk your shit, all right? On this podcast, talk your shit. Whatever you, that's what the whole plug is for. <laughs> Where, like, you want to drop your Instagram or your yeah. Twitter? Let them know. No, man. no, no. Sad you boy have to be fiend, baby. Oh, my God. Sad Don't do it. Fiend. Don't do it. I eat ass on the first date. <laughs> Don't fucking do it. Part of me is like, yo, do I mark this as, like, like the explicit podcast? And the other part of me is like, no, dude, let this shit rock. You've been saying crazy shit since day one, bro. You've been saying crazy shit since day one. Don't worry about that. You're going to demonetize yourself. Like, Don't no, do that. Like, I just opened up a new office. I have an office in downtown for my other business. And like, the other day, well, yesterday, I was like, I'm going to take condoms in there just in case. It's like, who the fuck's someone in that office? And my business partner was like, no, you're not. It's like, I already did. <laughs> and he's like, and he hates the idea that I'm I literally measured my desk <laughs> so that like, I don't have to like, tip and toe or like, get low. I literally measured right into like insertion level. That's how I measured my desk. Now like my armrest doesn't fit on the chair, but I don't care. We literally had to sit him down and talk to him about what sexual harassment in the workplace was when we hired our new staff. They said I'm not allowed to stay in our staff. I, uh, I don't know. I know a couple of people I think we all know. I think we all know because I was coming in here before and there's some people that I noticed aren't here anymore or I don't see as much anymore. Oh, there's a lot of people. <laughs> and I'm like, huh, that's interesting. Like, I like also that's interesting like, and also <laughs> that's not my business. Said, no, like, not about it. That's not my business <laughs> at all. When I was tattooing, like, it was a big thing. Like, I'm glad that I uh, that I didn't ask about the tattoos yet because I was like, "Yo, we gotta do some work," and now I'm like, "Yeah, no, this is the next podcast." Yeah, yeah. You be next. Yeah, but no, like, it's like it's hard not to date that we spend most of our time here. I spend most of my time at the tattoo shop. That's one thing that, like, with my business, I kind of made that promise to myself, like, "Yo, listen." These people are your friends, and like also they're your business partners. Like, don't whatever other people want to do, that's on them. Yeah. But for you personally, don't like. I, I you saw some of the people I was in here with the other day. Yeah. Like, don't 
There's a temptation out there. <laughs> well, plus, like, a lot of us are, like, we're friends. Like, me and uh, the girl that I brought in with me, we're friends. Right. People think, it's funny, people think that we're either dating or that's my sister. Well, like, we do the podcast together. People think we're married or he's my dad. What? What's the? One where the is? Because like, why is it only those two things? Like, the best is when you get those questions back to back. Oh, is this your husband? No, is that your dad? Wait, what the fuck? What the? Fuck? Hold on. It's like this. She's only like eight, seven years younger than this. But we get it all the time. Like, oh my god, do you work with your dad? No, I work with daddy though. Damn <laughs> it. Don't hit the player, man. <laughs> I told him, we're going to have sex one day. No, we're not. It's inevitable. No. We're going to be like some no. conventions, like super drunk. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to talk. You I thought about this shit, dog. I know how to talk. I know you all too well. I, I know, know your exes. Yeah, exactly. You know the real deal. <laughs> okay, that was slick. I'm not even I can't be mad. Listen, man. I can't be mad at people talking their shit. Even if I'm like, yo, especially now because I'm like, I'm, I'm more, definitely more of like a, homie well, we probably shouldn't do that. It's not my business though. <laughs> like, well, that's what I like with my tattoo show. We have a few artists, a female artist from Texas. And like, I just was like, ah, she's not my type or whatever. She's going to talk to someone. She moved here because of her parents, like, her dude or whatever. They got married. And like, the first week we started, we're all talking together. Like, all the whole shop and like friends. It was like, we said to each other, like, we're going to fuck our way. She's like, yeah. You know what's funny? Most of my tattoos have been done by women, and every single time it's been like, "All right, good to see you." <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, Even though one of my art, one of my artists. Well, we knew that we were gonna fuck out. Like, it's just because of the tension. It's like me, us just being there all day for eight, ten hours. Yeah, that's the thing. People really underrate the time. Yeah. Like when you spend a lot of time with somebody, then that like, it's like okay, that's kind of how I got into. Let's not call it trouble, but when I was in Lancaster, you're with these people all, the time. all day. Because when you go back to the dorms and when you have this, when you have that, and so like there's some. I seen a lot of freshmen get married, and I'm like, you sure, Brody? Same with the army. Hey man, basic training is 12 weeks. Get it. That doesn't mean you're gay, you're right? up at 5:30 in the morning. No, 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 it's not like prison. We have females in our bed, and not in our barracks, but in our basic. That's all. If you have sex with a guy, doesn't mean you're gay. That was our joke about guys in the Navy, and <laughs> from what I've been hearing from certain people that I may or may not know. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, listen, man, live your truth. What's the name of the Navy? Peace. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. 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 we play gay chicken. <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> It's a tie every time. Yeah, I was gonna say, are there winners or losers on that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's most guys who be like, I don't fucking do it, and then like, I don't fucking turn away. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that, like so if we play chicken right now, she'll move away. In the army, we have one person who wanted to do that, and the thing is, I was like, the people who initiate that are used to fucking winning, guys. Yeah. I'm not, like. Don't play no game, you can't win, bro. Like, I get what I want, too. I'm a Scorpio. I get what I want. You know how mad I was? I'm his biggest challenge. You know he how tried so hard. Fire and water sign, right? Fire and water sign? Huh? Fire and water sign? Scorpio is a fire sign, isn't it? I know water. It is a well, Scorpio. It is? It is water yeah. sign? 
Scorpios and Pisces, but I have one of my friends, well, that was a whole thing. Actually, it relates a lot to this conversation, but I promised myself I would not talk about that on the <laughs> podcast, even though it's a fucking hell of a story, but no matter what, when I got this tattoo, and someone's like, oh, because you're a Pisces, right? And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, part of me wants to tattoo my head, but another part of me, like, it's kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I would get. That's the problem. Because I already, like, I already do the mohawk anyway. I want to get that on my leg. And I want to get that, uh, like, uh, Hawaiian style on my leg. Like, hey, break out the stick and poke. Oh, my gosh. You know, like, when you really get a tribal like that, you're supposed to start on your thighs. Like, you're the most sensitive area. They say your thighs a, are the hardest to tattoo. It's a warrior thing. Oh, really? So, like, like traditional Samoan style is a warrior. Like, you start with your thighs, then your legs, and then you go up to your arms, and then I think it's your chest. Don't call me on that. I don't think that's 100%, but, yeah, that's kind of... What is it supposed to be like when I was piercing? Like, I pierced for three years. Like, I did a lot of traditional, like, uh, African piercings. Like, really? Yeah, like, I oh, yeah, this is my daughter. She's turned 18. She's turned 17. This is the time that we pierce her nose or her lip or her eyebrow. Well, Mexican, like, don't you guys pierce ears, like, way young, like? Like, infant. Yeah, like, yeah, two, three yeah. weeks old. Yeah. Oh, wow. But, uh, like, there's, like, there's a family that pierces, like, their whole, like, cousins, aunts, uncles, like, different piercings. That's how they try to do, like, body modification. Hmm. So, from, like, lips, noses, to, like, the, like... I think I might get my nose pierced. Like, the, 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 the hoop here. I kind of dig it. <laughs> Dude, how, how much of a flex that would be, though? I thought, you know what's funny? I saw somebody with a scorpion belly button piercing, and I was like, yo, I should get that. And I'm like, I'm not even high right now. Why am I talking about? What the fuck am I talking about? I'm getting Dude, a belly button. Dude, just imagine, like, you take off your shirt, and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's a shirt thing. You're getting belly, okay. A belly button piercing would be top. hilarious, yeah. too. Yeah. Part of me wants to do it, like. It's like, I want my dick tattoo. It's like, how dope would it be to have a heart I was going to say, oh like, yo, God. you know how much I would hurt? And then I was like, you, you probably got it. I how many people do that? Not enough. No, no, I mean like how many people tattoo that? Not enough. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've been wanting to get, like, I can't find anybody who will want to tattoo my dick. Or tattoo a dick. If I could tattoo dicks for the rest of my life, I would. Why don't you just tattoo yourself? I don't know. I don't know. I can't do it. I know. You have to, like, stretch it out. You have to, like, my friend who my, The friend who got me ta uh, into, like, into tattooing, she tattooed her own leg. Yeah. Unless you gotta cover it up later. <laughs> gotta practice somehow. Sure. Yeah. Maybe you'd be the best at it. Best penis tattooer in the world. I know. I've had calls. I think they were like prank calls. We got tattooed this. We're like, I can't. I never did. I tattooed butts all day. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people, I, a lot of my artists, they said they've tattooed butts. Well, you know what's funny? A lot of the artists, when I was getting tattooed by dudes, were like, yeah, I'll tattoo butts, whatever. And a lot of female artists, like, no, dude. No one does that shit. <laughs> Whatever. That, one of my another most, like pictures on Instagram was a butt tattoo that I did. I, really? Yeah. Was it like a thigh piece or like just straight like, up? Butt cheek, like the sparkles I have here. Wait, this one? That one? Oh, okay. Yeah. I did. She wanted the same one. Oh. I took a picture. Her ass is on my face. I think I saw that picture. Yeah. Because <laughs> I found I found your found uh, <laughs> your Instagram and I was like, yeah. All right. Th that's why there's some things that like. I do a little bit of research, but not too much because I don't want to like, this isn't like, I'm not a journalist. So I just kind of like do a little bit of research and like, okay, cool. All right, cool. I know the vibes. I call it like, <laughs> it's like, an, okay. It's like a Goodfellas, if you've ever seen that movie. 
the first two minutes of Goodfellas, they literally show the opening credits, and then they show a dude getting shot in the back of a car. Just, like, a bunch of gangsters are shooting this guy in the back of a car. And I'm like, oh, shit, okay, cool, those are the vibes of this movie. It's like the first thing. It's, it's, it's worth a watch. If you like gangster movies, it's worth a watch. If you don't like gangster movies, then skip it, you're good. If you're not a gangster movie fan. Like Godfather, never seen yeah. I've never seen Godfather. Godfather. Me and the Italians never And the thing is, like, the Mexican gangster movies are like Sicario. Yeah. It was like, it's a good movie. That's a rough watch. I'm like, Dude, you'd be surprised. Like, I'll make we have, like, a couple of, like, little, like. I love that the bombing is in Phoenix. I'm like, like is that they, a Buckeye? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we have a breakfast called El Nico. And it's based off the white guy in Blood and Malau.